Howdy. Howdy. Hello. Sammy's oh, back. You ruined it, Bandit. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> well, no, 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 we're doing this all again. It gives more work for Bandit, right? Okay. <laughs> Barlow. Howdy. 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 There we go. Uh, that I was, am that back. was a fucking convincing Alan Rickman impression as well. Howdy. <laughs> Mr. Potter, howdy. Yeah, I'm back. I'm done being sad now. Yeah, Sammy Sammy is, is done with, you know, bullshit. I mean, technically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, well, guys, today, as always, we have uh, the person that fucking ruined it, Bandit. <laughs> I know, I know. It's it's kind of depressing, actually. Like we put all that effort into stuff, and then we just have Bandit just letting us go, letting us down in every direction. It's almost like he's our dad, just constantly disappointing us. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Just because I'm slightly older than both here, right? <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry, man. no, slightly, slightly. Own. Apparently, slightly. it's only slightly. I don't know how I feel about that. How's the angina going? <laughs> no, it's epilepsy, Sammy. That's what Fuck. I got. <laughs> right, guys, how how are we all? Are we doing well? Are you asking us? Or the uh, yeah, you, because... Oh, yeah, this is a podcast. <laughs> People can't reply. Um... Disapp- disappears for, t- for like a month and then it's like, oh, yeah, it's a podcast. Hey, hey yeah, to, to be fair, to be fair... Sammy taking a month off a podcast is is no different from what me and Sammy used to do when we had. Yeah, uh, we used to just stop. <laughs> are you guys still making a podcast? I think so, but we're on hiatus. We are, we are, because we're both really depressed. Yeah, yeah, we're we're just good at taking breaks. I think we're so good at taking breaks. Yeah, and then we I mean, we made that that one podcast after about two months off, and then we went back on break again. We turned around in that podcast, and we were like. Guys, we're back. We're going to be back weekly. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, we went back on break again. Yeah. Um, but no, in general, I'm doing pretty decent. See, you've got the you've got the nice mic there now. Oh, look at that. An upgrade. Yeah, it's 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 quite ironic how I, you, I said you could have that after the first podcast. And it's taken four. Mainly because it to took. It. Well, mainly because it's taken me personally about a month to give well, it to you. So... It was, but to be fair, when you told me the shipping costs, I was like, "Yeah, now, nah, mate, just give it to me." It's all yeah, I, might, I, might, I might as well have just sold it at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Bandit, how are you doing? Uh, pretty good, thanks. Stuff's been going pretty well recently. Started my new job, good and proper. So, a lot of fun. Nice. I was really hoping it'd be a bit more depressing than that, but. Yeah. How, How are you, Barlow? Eh. That should be alright. Um. Yeah, getting there. I've just, I'm sorry, I've just had a text message from Student Finance England. Uh, oh. Due to the unexpected bank holiday, your next payment will be paid earlier on Friday the 16th by 5pm. Good, because my worry was that they wouldn't pay it on time on Monday and then mm. the money would be taken out of my account anyway for, yeah. for like the actual course. So Yeah, so everybody that uh is listening, as you may know we are we are British. We are aware the Queen died. Please do not leave that in the comments. 
That it's yeah, it's it's been a weird week. It's been a very weird week. Yeah, it's been very unusual. Like I think because so I'm actually supposed to be going to um, to London on Friday night mm. to queue for the for the um, to go and see the Queen laying in rest. And uh, my mum was like, yeah, yeah, so we'll do it Saturday morning. And I was like, okay. And then I got home last night and they were like, well, we're going to go Friday night because the queues are quite long. And uh, 36 hours is, I believe, the estimated waiting time. Now, oh. I don't know about you guys. Um, I don't fancy it. No. Uh, uh, I'm pass. very much probably going to drop out. So there's the, two the ways. The thing is, is that I understand it's paying your respects to the monarch and bits like that. But at the same time, you are just queuing up 36 hours to see a dead body. You can do that for free. <laughs> yeah, just go on Reddit. Yeah. Live Leak exists. Like, Live you know. Leak does exist. But no, we are all very aware that the Queen passed away. It is very, very sad. Um, I said this, I, I've said this publicly already, so if anyone's going to be mad at me, I don't really care. Uh, personally, it hasn't affected me very much. I'm not a royalist, and I have a very like vivid sense that everybody dies eventually. So, yes, it's still very sad, and I pay my respects and bits like that, but... Am I crying into my pillow about it? No. Uh, much in the same line with you, I think, yes, granted, it's sad that she died because, you know what, it's someone's mother and grandmother at the end of the day. Exactly, yeah. But at the same mm. point, like, the country doesn't halt when important people to everyone else die, so it shouldn't halt when someone who's important to slightly more dies. Mm -hmm. Just saying, in my controversial opinion. Also, can I just say, I had the king title before Charles did, so I'm more entitled to it than him. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, think the big thing that's sorry, Barley. I think the big thing for this one is more. It 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 does weirdly feel like it's everyone's nan, like everyone's great nan has just died. Oh, yeah, and I think it's Agreed. like oh, yeah. I think because let's be honest, we're now gonna go through this three more times because we will At like least, Charles yeah. is gonna die, William will die. And then, yeah. like, that's hopefully, if we live a healthy life at some point, I'd like to yeah. think I'm going to outlive William. But, like, other than that... I mean, that... If, you, if you think about it, so Charles is, what, 70 now? 76 he, he is now, I think. 76. So if he lasts as long as uh, his mum did, he'll die in his 90s, which is 20 years. 20 years will be in our 40s. William is already in his late 40s, so when he takes the throne, he will be in his 60s. So, the likeliness of us seeing another three monarchs is very high. Yeah, um, but I think yeah, I, I've seen a lot of a lot of hatred and shit online. I've seen a lot of weird stuff online. Um, I, I you just it just proves, guys, uh, don't trust the British public. Um, yeah, we're dicks. Yeah, we're yeah, assholes. Dumb. Um, I mean. I don't know uh, how many people saw this, but I messaged Sammy about this the other day. Someone tried to get uh, Molly Mae Cosplay fired from her own company because of an opinion what? she had about people deliberately not, like, literally outright avoiding Meghan Markle's handshake and yes. laughing at her face. Which, regardless of how much you dislike her, is, you know, there's a time and place. But someone <laughs> messaged her privately saying like basically saying that she deserves to get sacked because they they emailed the the head of the company not realizing mm. that molly may herself is the head, of the, the head company. of the company yeah, that's <laughs> ridiculous i yeah, was but... crying 
It's, it's, it's some crazy stuff. Also, another revelation that uh, myself and Barlow, as well as our friend Kai, made this week is there is a very high possibility that I have bought drugs from Andrew Tate. <laughs> yes, for those of you that have uh, that have the unfortunate thing of Andrew Tate still showing up on their TikTok, mm-hmm. um, he, he actually publicly announced that at the age of 24, which would have been 10 years ago, um, he was a drug dealer. Um, and we're not going to say where. Uh, even though I mean, it's easy to find out. I I don't I don't live there anymore, so it's yeah, fine. True. I live um, I live a very far away from that yeah. place now. But, so. um, but <laughs> yeah, ten years ago he was a drug dealer down there. Um, so we have now decided that after all of the gaslighting of of Conzo, um, Sammy is actually the most um, reasonable person to be gaslighting him. Uh, because we, added she, the, yeah. we added the numbers up and it yeah, yeah no, no it does make yeah, sense we, we crunched it all down and you know that shows that sammy might have actually known andrew tate it's uh the small yep. world we live in and that's you know that's a good enough reason to not do drugs i think uh, i mean because andrew literally... tate does them well your, your dealer might one day turn out to be andrew tate like yeah <laughs> That's yeah. it's very true. And if you were hanging out with the kinds of people that I unfortunately was at that age, uh, they're all like that. So that's yeah. horrifying. Uh, I'd like to say as well, I've been six years sober, guys. Just just, just putting that out there. Yeah, Sammy is fantastic with it now. It makes me laugh yeah. because every so often we make jokes about like handing Sammy a drink. Oh, it's hilarious. There was one time um, I was at a event... And at certain events, some people do choose to partake in illegal substances. And I made a joke of rolling up a note, uh, prepping myself, and everyone was like, no! See, my favourite was when we were at the pub, um, and, like, it was when Gil went very much down his, like, you could not drink approach, and I just, like, slid my Guinness in front of you. And you were just yeah, like you holding two, it. And yeah. you, like, you were just it. holding it. So I was it holding it in my hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and Gil was like, I'll hit you. I'll hit you if you take a sip. And I just yeah. kept going, huh? But, huh? It was, but it was more the case that I felt bad sitting there with two beers. I was like, you know what? In public, I might get judged for this. So can you look after this <laughs> until I finish this one? I feel like that's more socially And then acceptable. we'd swap round so I'd have an empty glass. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Then, then we'd send a picture of that to your mum and see how that went. <laughs> She would have killed me. <laughs> uh, probably us too. Uh, yeah. But other than the revelations we've had, there's been a lot of announcements of late. Um, mm. One, the biggest one, other than everything that we're talking about with D23 in a bit, mm-hmm. Ubisoft have made some interesting announcements in the last like three days. They have. Yeah, let's let's re- give you a very vague trailer that is a rip-off of Assassin's Creed 2. Let's mm-hmm. give you a vague date of some point next year. And yeah, mm-hmm. pre-order's open now. You don't know when it comes out. You don't know what it's about. You don't know what's happening in the game. don't know if it's going to be any good, but you can buy it now. Yep. I think that's kind of fucking dumb. Yeah, they announced two games and a series in like the space of an hour. And everyone was just not happening. It really wasn't. No, um... Then they were like, oh, we're announcing there's going to be an Assassin's Creed game in feudal Japan. And everyone was like, yes, and like, it's going to be an open world role-playing game like Valhalla. And everyone was like, and there goes the hype. Yeah, it's yep. 
it's the thing is like where Assassin's Creed games work is where it's a claustrophobic environment that you're in. And even when it moved to an open world like Black Flag, there still was claustrophobic elements to it because the cities were close together, they were tight-knit, and you had to work your way around. And they just had it had the open world thing there as well. But making it an open world game, while the game might not be bad, it's not a good Assassin's Creed game because okay. it, it doesn't function like one. I had this this argument on, on tw- uh, TikTok, actually, um, before, back when, back when my gamer videos were actually doing well. Um, which hasn't been for a while. Um, like, I said on there, I was like, I'm happy with you saying, like, so, like, t- take Borderlands, for instance. Mm-hmm. Tiny Tina's Wonderland is a Borderlands story, is what I've said, and then it's its own thing. Why it's can't, completely yeah, own thing. Why can't these Assassin's Creed games, they don't need to rebrand, they can say it's an Assassin's Creed story, I don't care. But then, like, they, they're their own franchise because... Assassin's Creed game to me will always be a bit of a puzzle game. Like it's not open world. You for the first couple of missions, you're kind of restricted in where you can and can't go because you used to have like the desync areas, like you can't go out there. Um, and like obviously, it was all about parkour, and it was very Prince of Persia-esque. Yes. And you had the whole you had to hide in like a group of like four hooded priest figures. Or you could sit on a bench. You actually had to like stalk people to get information. I'm I liked the newer games. Like I know everyone kind of shits on Odyssey. I liked Odyssey for what it was. In my opinion, it was just way too big of a map, um, and getting from A to B was a nightmare. But I really liked them games. But they just weren't Assassin's Creed games. I'm happy to no, say they they're weren't. in the that they're in the franchise as a whole. But I think they just need rebranding. Um, and then. Then they announced that there's a Netflix series. Um, I don't have the abject hatred for video game series anymore that I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still expect them to be like bad on average, but I think Arcane has sort of like lifted my hopes a bit that like video game series ah, can be good. Ah, yes. However, what did they release after that? Resident Evil. Oh, it was yeah. so bad. Yeah, I know. So it's it's I unfortunately I can't I can't defend Netflix because they made The Witcher, which was phenomenal. But again, it okay. wasn't based on the it was based on the books, not the games. Yeah. Um. So that that's its own thing. Arcane was incredible because there's so much lore there, and they smashed it. But it's animated, and then you've got on top of that, like in my opinion, am I going to watch an Am I going to watch an animated Assassin's Creed get a series? No. Would I watch it live action? Film was shit. The film was awful. But ah, this is the issue with the film, though. The past stuff where they were actually in um, in Spain, mm-hmm. that was great. It was, like was, 50, great. It was like 15 minutes of the entire of movie. Yeah, the yeah, modern day stuff. They focus so heavily on the modern day crap. Like, let's be honest. When you're playing the video games, you get to the modern day stuff. You're trying to rush to get everything done to get back into the Assassin form. Yeah. Like, I, they, I just don't get it. The way it worked, though, for, like when Assassin's Creed worked really well, was when even when the modern stuff was there, was when the story complemented what was going on. Like the stuff with Desmond in the first uh, few games complemented what was going on in the in like the in the the past, and they were using stuff they found from the past in the modern times to do it. So it felt like it felt like the modern stuff was there for a purpose and not just for like 
you know, just for the flavour of it, it yeah. actually mm-hmm. had a purpose of being there, and it wasn't there all the time. It was there, like, sparingly, and you still got to do cool stuff as Desmond Miles. Yeah, whereas now, I think, like, in um, in Odyssey, you're in the present day for a fair bit, because you're trying to break into um, Atlantis. To, yeah. And then you actually meet Cassandra, who's been stood there for over a thousand years, holding Hermes' staff. And like, and this is, you're going to see this on TikTok in the coming days, because I've got a lot of Assassin's Creed content coming out. And it's like, people have been rank- ranking the Assassin's Creed characters, and people are fucking stupid. Like, some of the some of the rankings I've been seeing. Everyone thinks... Really? Huh? If Altair and Ezio aren't the top two, no, then I don't want to know. No, shouldn't even be top five. Altair shouldn't... Oh. Ezio, is, Ezio and Ed, Edward Kenway are the two god tiers. I mean, Edward Kenway, Kenway yes, because t- Black Kenway Flag is... is... Yeah. But like, Kenway's top one for In me. my Kenway's opinion, my like, so someone had, like, Alexios at, like, five, then Cassandra at 13. And I'm like, right, in my opinion... Cassandra was fantastic. Cassandra was everything I wanted her to be. Alexios was that bad. Not even the voice actor could give a crap. He was useless. The acting was awful. The sound, like everything about Alexios. I was like, how have you got him in the top five? And then they've got like, I don't know, Haytham Kenway at four. And that I've never understood. Um, Haytham, Haytham Kenway at number four. The guy was an assassin for 10 minutes at the beginning of the Yeah, but he's. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, in my opinion, Altair was just boring. Like. Yes, it's See, I think, one set I think, series. I up, think but... it's the it's the nostalgia element for me because obviously he was the first. He was um, the first, but how he's many so, people? He's also like... got a really cool name. I'd that, say, that's don't get me wrong. Don't uh, like I say, Ezio is better. Ezio, 100%. Ezio. To be fair, part of me was like I was ranked. So it's going to come out on TikTok in the next couple of days. But like I actually ranked the, from my opinion, the worst, the best Assassin's Creed game, and mm. I was staring at it for ages. Like, is Assassin's Creed two really that low on my list? I was like, yeah. I think the main reason why it's not like, in my opinion, it's the pinnacle of what I want an Assassin's Creed game to be. But then mm. you've also got to take into consideration that was a long time ago, and like the graphics now are not gra- like the Exio collection. Don't hold up. Yeah, the Exio collection that came out, they didn't even remaster it. They were just like, oh yeah, we just put them on a new console, and you're like, they don't look good because these are like PS2 games. Yeah, they I mean, haven't held up. I think as well though the people have a lot of love for Ezio and they'll rank Assassin's Creed too higher when it wasn't even the best one in Ezio's saga. Oh no, I agree with you. Oh, but nice. I mean, my, my favourite Assassin's Creed game is Black Flag. Black Flag is mine. Yeah, because just... And before I say it, we, know what, yours is, we know what yours is, Barlow, and yours is in... Your, the Amer- Okay, the America Trilogy is the best Assassin's Creed self. Hang on, what are you saying mine is? Yours is Rogue. No, it, I, it's mine, that's Rogue is top three. Um, but it's it's not my favorite. I no, I I probably agree with you. Um, I think the America trilogy is the best setup for Assassin's Creed, um, undoubtedly. And to be fair, this with Black Flag leads me into another game that we've been getting a lot of recently: Skull and Bones, which I've been looking forward to for like ten fucking years. Yeah, I ju- I watched the the gameplay trailers and I'm like, great, this is this is Black Flag. This is this is what it is. And like, Good. and I I could deal with that. And it's Black Flag with online co-op. Hey. Ubisoft cashing in that Sea of Thieves check. <laughs> sea yeah. of Thieves was like, looked at Black Flag and thought, we can do an online game of that. And it was like, great. And then Ubisoft looked at Sea of Thieves and went, oh, we could do an online game of that, but with our stuff. And it's like, you mean the thing that you did a long time ago just didn't have online support for? Basically. It's like, basically, right. So don't 
like when Dota came out, League of Legends ripped off Dota, then Dota 2 ripped off League of Legends, and it's really weird right. video game inbreeding. Yeah, it it's it's it is like you know incest of the gaming world. And then Smite came out, and we're like, we're doing the same as you guys, but better. And it was just so bad. It was I, like, I do like Smite, but I acknowledge it's kind of bad. <laughs> There's some cool stuff in Smite. It's I like, barely I like acknowledge it, it as but... a game. <laughs> We've also got uh, Dead Island 2 finally coming out after being in development for fucking 10 years. It's going to suck. I swear to God. It's one of those games that's been in in development for that long that it's probably just, they've not done much with it and went, oh yeah. It'd be like like if they announced that they'd finally do Half-Life 3. Like... It's like, the thing is, Dead Island 2 is being kicked about by so many developers and the, like, so from what we know, it's like, it's not an open world game, which is really to its detriment because that's what made, that's mm. one of the things that made Dead Island One really good. Mm. And the fact that if it the game was a lot better if you didn't watch the trailer first, but um, the um, the online co op is three player, which is really good. It means you that's can do cool. consistent playthroughs without having to do the looking dog shit drop in drop out. But um, no, I'm finally happy to see that we are getting Dead Island Two again because I really like Dead Island One. Riptide doesn't count as a game. Because um, no. the people didn't like the jungle bit in Dead Island once, so why would they like an entire game in the jungle bit? Yeah, exactly. I, I just One think... game. Sorry. Okay. No, you carry on. No, no, no. I'm going to change topic, so you carry on. I just think there's so many games that are like. I saw someone the other day saying, Is gaming a bit stale right now? Um, Looking at all the new games that are coming out. I was like, Yes, because they're all getting fucking delayed till next year. Mm-hmm. Like, Starfield, which has already been delayed 50 times, is now coming out next year. And the only reason yeah. why I want Starfield to come out is because they've promised they will announce Elder Scrolls 6 once Starfield's out. So that's the only reason I give a crap. Like, once it's out, I'll play it for a bit. I'll probably enjoy it. I enjoy Fallout as well. But I'm very much there for just the next Elder Scrolls game. And then yeah. Hogwarts Legacy, forget all the controversy about that for a second. Yeah, yeah, that, is also, that, that has also been delayed until next year. And you're like... What? Do you want to know what? I, I have a feeling though it might have been delayed until next year because of all the controversy that's come oh, out. Oh no, it was it but was like... delayed before her book even came out. Oh really? Yeah, it was announced. Uh, it was supposed to come out in November, and then and they it delayed was... it till February. I remember. Mm. I remember talking to someone about um, like Hogwarts Legacy, and mm. they said like they would only ever consider getting the game as if Quidditch was there, and they had Quidditch mechanics, and they've confirmed that Quidditch isn't going to be in it. It, so be, like... it, it will be a um, DLC though. I think the issue is they want you to focus on the main open world roleplay stuff before, because otherwise, let's be honest, we're all going to get obsessed with, with Quidditch. Yeah, because Quidditch, Quidditch is the, probably the best bit. It's the most interesting bit. Or, having, or alternatively, have a online Harry Potter game, online exclusive, where it's Triwizard, and it's and it's five people doing Triwizards. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like. I get- a game that I'm really excited to come out though, which is due to come out uh, on, I believe it's like December 5th, is the Callisto Protocol. What's that? I've not come across that one. <gasps> Unfamiliar. Have you guys never played Dead Space? A bit. I wasn't a big fan. <gasps> My thought of Dead Space is um, it's not scary because every necromorph is juggling, like, is trying to fight for screen time. It sort of stops being scary. 
Well, no, because this is the thing. The reason why I loved it. So Dead Space 1, this is just like a, a thing for me. Dead Space 1, I was like, right, I'm in an elevator. I'm safe while I'm in an elevator. And then I took the same thing into Dead Space 2. And then you realize very quickly that they can get into the elevators now. And you're like, oh, God. And I loved it. Um, but no, the Callisto Protocol is um, made by the same uh, people that developed Dead Space. I believe it's in the same universe. It's just 500 years in the future, I think. Don't quote me on that. But um, some of the gameplay has recently dropped for it, which I've loved. But when the trailer for it came out, when I tell you my first words were, if this is what hentai is, I don't want it. It should say enough. It was horrifying. Men's eyeballs shouldn't pop out like that. I really like um, the marketing for Dead Space because one of the things that we studied in the Dead Space market was literally your mother hates this game. And that's yeah. just such good marketing. 100%. See, for me, Dead Space came out at a time where, and I was such a generic, I'm going to be honest, such a generic white male when I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I would have my mates come over for quick scope, no scope on COD. Like, I didn't play many games outside of Call of Duty and FIFA growing up but also because fucking good at fifa and i'm fucking good at cod so like it was one of those ones where until like maybe black ops 2 those games i binged religiously i say Mm -hmm. skyrim's my favorite game of all time now i didn't actually play skyrim until like 2015 so Mm -hmm. like again that game had been out years and i'd still not played it um it's just it's a weird one but like another game that we seen the trailer for that i've still not I've never really played one of them. And people are going to probably abuse me for this. Is God of War. Okay. I'm See, PlayStation... I, have, I have played. I have well, played. I want to play God of War 3. I'm PlayStation through and through. I've always owned a PlayStation. And I've only ever played the last God of War for maybe an hour. And yet Ragnarok okay. looks sick. And I'm like, I no longer have a PlayStation. I'm fucking, I'm fucking ecstatic about it, not gonna lie. Um, but no, like, De- Dead Space is one of those, like, games from my childhood, so, like, I was very much, like, especially when I was younger, when, like, it was Dead Space, Left for Dead, um, and, oh, what was the other one? Gears of War, with my three, like, these are my, these are my, this is the shit for me. I didn't too. play Gears of War till a lot later. See, I didn't play Gears of oh, War really? till a lot later. Yeah. I didn't have an Xbox, but my mates did. So I used to go to theirs and we'd play Halo and we'd play Gears of War 2. And I remember all the hype when Gears of War 3 came out and everyone was like, it's going to be so good. And it was shit. <laughs> See, I disagree. Right, okay. So I Gears always say, I always say after Gears of War 3, any other Gears of War game, just don't bother with it. Um... With the gameplay, like, with the multiplayer online, yeah, it could have been better. Story-wise, I have never cried so much at a video game. So I actually have a story about this. Um, I'm not doing a spoiler alert because the game's been out for years. Um, but during when Dom dies in Gears of War 3, yeah. um, I, had a, I had a mate who basically said, when they got the game, they were like, yeah, I'm going to play it through to completion. Like, I've taken, like x amount of days off of work i'm just gonna sit and play it and i was like oh dude i'm so jealous i'm gonna have to do it in like increments they got to dom's death saved closed the game and went outside and smoked a spliff right and then 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 their mum came outside and said what's wrong and they turned around and went life's not fucking fair that's what's wrong 
So, uh, I, I just, I, I see. I, I say I, I didn't play Gears of War until like much later. So I think I was definitely in my late teens when I played Gears of War. So I didn't have much of an attachment to it. I, I only so played Gears of War. So about fifty years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got a point. Anyway, um. But even still, I, when Dom died, like I had no concept of what came before it. Like I knew vague amounts of the story, and then it's still like, oh my god, this is actually mean. <laughs> Why is this? I a was thing? in absolute pieces because the thing is, is obviously in Gears of War two, we thought we were gonna get Dom's saddest moment, which where he has to like euthanize his wife because the locusts have like tortured her to a point where she's unrecognizable. She's not even human anymore. It's basically that what's happened to her um so he has to euthanize her to kind of pull her out of a misery kind of thing and um and ev- that was devastating enough like him like having to do that and then when he you know gets in into the i, I want to say tank but it's not a tank um Rock type thing, isn't it? yeah yeah and he like drives into the locust hive and he's just like we never thought we- it would end this way did we maria i just went and i was like <laughs> See, I think there's only like four games that have ever made me cry. And oh, three and of then, them... sorry. And then the fact that freaking Marcus kills the Locust Queen with Dom's knife. I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue, but like. See, the only three. Uh, the three of the four games that I've cried at, I've cried at because I've been like, I've just bought this and it's shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Fallout 76, I cried. Quid on this? Yeah, Fallout 76, I cried. Uh, Anthem, I cried heavily. Um, Cyberpunk, I cried because I wasted a lot of time waiting for that game. But I think, and again, this is me being a stereotypical white boy, like, back in the 2010s. I cried at Modern Warfare 2, because when you could just hear through the mics, like, don't trust Shepard! I was just like, he just killed Ghost! That that thing, like, in Modern Warfare 2 caught me so fucking off guard. It was such a good... I really, I like, I was... Not a fa- I definitely prefer like Black Ops and Modern Warfare, but mm. like mo- that t- that twist in Modern Warfare Two was so See, fucking good. It was when the new Modern Warfare came out, and then you've got like the uh, the post credit scene, and it's just like because it's a prequel, like yeah. So we've got a new team of recruits coming in. Uh, who's this? And it's just got like NA. It was like I don't know. He 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 doesn't have a name. And then you just hear this voice in the back, and it turns around. It's just Ghost walking towards him. You're like, yes. Oh, I'm a bit annoyed. <laughs> You're right there, Sammy. I was checking to see if the fart I just let out of my ass picked up on the audio. Oh, no, it didn't pick up. No. <laughs> okay, cool. Like, well, leave it in anyway. Um, I don't know why they're, they're they're doing this new Modern Warfare series now, though, where they're calling it Modern Warfare 2. And you're like... But it's not. Mm. The um, modern-ish the, warfare. Yeah, vaguely, Slight, vaguely, mo- yeah, mo- vaguely modern before modern warfare, but warfare, still not yeah. quite. I, not I quite retro it. warfare. Yeah, well, not quite retro. Not vintage um, yet. There's, there's only one game where I've genuinely felt that in recent memory, especially where I've genuinely felt like so damn sad at, and that was what remains of Edith Finch. But that that's... is fucking sad, to be but fair. But that, that's because the game is a fucking ordeal. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so th- it's one of the best games I've ever played, but fucking oh, absolutely. Hell, it's um, There's only one other game that I recall crying at, but it was actually out of fucking disbelief. Like, of like a, oh shit, that I started crying, like, because I was like, what the fuck? And I still 
name this as one of the biggest plot twists in video games ever is Bioshock. The ending of Bioshock. Please tell me you guys have played Bioshock. I hate both of you. I know it's Bioshock is a game, and I own the the collection. Um, I've just just never got around to playing I've, it. I've honest. only played Bioshock two. I've watched Bioshock the in Bioshock Infinite. Bioshock watched, Infinite also yeah. has a fantastic twist in I've it. Watch, I've watched people play it. Like I've just never played it. Yeah, no. I know the twist you're referring to as well. Yeah. So for anyone that doesn't know, again, I don't give a shit. This game has been out for years. Um, this game is know. like 15 years old, 16 years old. At least. Maybe. But the thing is, is that I remember when I was at school and everyone had started playing it. Uh, not everyone, but like everyone in like my friend group. It got to the point because some of us had finished it before others. We'd have to check if someone else had finished it first or not before we spoke about it because this twist was just insane. Um, and basically, for anyone that hasn't played Bioshock, when you first start playing the game, you have like this like radio and there's an Irish gentleman that talks to you over the radio. And um, he constantly uses a phrase uh, that is, he says, would you kindly? Um, and you think he's just being polite or something like that, um, asking you to like, can you do this for him? When in actuality, you end up meeting this dude at the end of the game. And he's like the creator and, and things like that. But you are completely enslaved and have had no control the entire time. So every time he's saying, would you kindly, it's like a, a, a mind control technique. And he turns around to you, he's like, would you kindly sit in that chair? Would you kindly do this? And you realize this. But then he turns around to you and goes, you know, there's like a thing about free choice and bits like that. And he tells you to kill him. And then you don't have a choice. You have to kill him. And it's like, it's crazy. Yeah, I really need to play them games. It's like another, They're such good. It's games. like another game's just been mentioned in in stream that I have played a bit of, mm. and that's the Mass Effect series. I have played all the Mass Effect games. I, I have played Mass, I've played Mass Effect One. I um, have um, literally on my keys. I have an N seven keychain uh, that I got from my first ever MCM. I have I've played a bit of a bit of the first one. As good as it gets. <laughs> I hate both of you. <laughs> like I don't know. I'm just like it's so obvious to see when I when I see games coming out, I know exactly which ones I'm going to buy. Um yeah, that's and totally fair. very rarely do I stray from them. Um like there's so many games now that I want to replay or like play that I played years ago that I just haven't been able to. So like um the Telltale series for anyone mm -hmm. that hasn't played them, fucking phenomenal, most of them. Fantastic. Um, like, I still think um, Walking Dead is the best of all of them. But, like, oh, I the Game of Thrones one, yeah. I really want to replay. Because mm -hmm. it was actually pretty good as far as Game of Thrones-based things go. Um, but you can't buy it anywhere. You can only nope. re-download it if you've already had it. Um, and mm -hmm. I can't remember why, but it's something to do with copyright and the company shutting down and then like doing all of that. You can no longer buy Game of Thrones Telltale. And I'm just there like, it's the one thing. It's literally, of late, it's the one thing I've been wanting to play. And I'm just there yeah. like, I have to fish my Xbox out of the attic and I really can't be bothered. But that's the only yeah. way I'm going to be able to play it. Yeah, um, this is I, the thing. Is is that uh, Telltale's like one of my favorites when it comes to gaming, and the fact that there there was no Wolf Among Us too, I'm very sad. So they're working on it. I know they are, but I want it now. Um, 
because because it reminded me because of Wolf Among Us. Um, this is this is obviously public knowledge because of how I found out about it. Um, I so a few months ago I was looking for like like script writing jobs and stuff, and they are looking for narrative writers for Fable. They're making a new Fable game. I did hear that they're making a new oh, Fable, yeah, and I'm actually quite it's, excited about that. It's Xbox exclusive. Yay! Which means we get it on PC at least. But yep. um, uh, I loved Fable. Same. Fable, Fable two. Fable two, probably one of the best games on the console. Like honestly, yeah. Fable two house parties. Whoop whoop. Oh yeah, no. I I, I was a huge. It was. I went for a phase where the only games I played was Dragon Age and Fable. See, Dragon Age. I've played that. Um, no, I have actually. I played that when I met. To be fair, when I met after I met you and Izzy, and all you talked about you was go, Dragon Age. Did you go straight for Inquisition, or did you play one and two? I played one, and then Inquisition. Yeah, that's fair. Dragon Age two, it's all right. It's it's the weakest game yeah, in the series. I, I watched a video on what happens, and then I was like, I remember when I was in uni, there was like this guy was asking about um like. Like, our lecturer was asking, like, what's your favourite developers? So, like, a bunch of people popped their hands up, and I was like, oh, mine, Psychonauts, Tim Schafer, and Eric Robson. They're my favourites, because Psychonauts, right? This is before Psychonauts 2. Yeah. But, um, some guy just went, and I don't know who the devs of uh, Dragon Age are, but he listed, like, how much he loved, like, Dragon Age. Mm -hmm. And some lecturer went, you know what? I'm going to call you Dragonborner. And that was his name for the entire year. My God, no! This when, is the thing. when he actually stood for like uh, student rep for our course, the guys read his actual name and everyone went, "Who?" And he goes, "Oh, you know him as Dragonborn." Oh, that guy! Oh, that guy! See, you saying Dragonborn now reminded me of this. In Dragon Age Inquisition, I refuse to do a playthrough of it now where I don't romance Iron Ball solely for one specific cutscene that's just fucking funny. And it's like you've you basically you've just had sex, uh, and you're in the room, and then Cassandra comes in to kind of like uh, tell you something, and Ironball, you're fully clothed, but Ironball is stark bollock naked, and obviously he's a giant dude. I can't remember the name of the fucking species he is now. It's gonna really annoy me. Um, big boy. But he's big boy. He's a giant bull at the end of the day. I think it begins with Q, but they're like a warrior race. I feel like. I, I thought Barlow Bar Bar might be Googling it, that's all. No, no, I was Googling when Dragon Age 4 comes out. Oh, fair. Um, yeah, no, but, like, so Cassandra comes in and she's, like, looking at his massive dong, basically. Um, and then Kunari. Liliana walks in. Kunari. I knew it began with a Q. Um, and then Liliana comes in, does exactly the same thing, and then it's... Can't remember his name, but he's the warrior guy with blonde hair. Um, he comes in, and then, and then there's just like three people just staring at Iron Ball's dick. <laughs> you just you just hear Liliana just go, "I cannot move my legs." I've heard there's there's books about uh, like actual like novels for Dragon Age as well, which I feel there like is, yeah. yeah, there are. Um, you should. And Solus is a cunt. End of story. Uh, my favourite is when someone go. When I use main reason why I didn't play Dragon Age was for so long, was because growing up the Dragon Age um, fanboys that I knew were always the ones that would like. As soon as I was talking to people about like playing Skyrim and stuff, they were always the ones be like, "Dragon Age is better," and then they just oh, shout no. that, and then I'm just there like, "Sorry, what?" 
And all that's all that that all that only personality trait was Dragon Age is better. I didn't matter what game you were talking about, Dragon Age was better, which is why I, I never you, played. I see it. you met Dragonborn. <laughs> um, and like, but I was just like, I don't think like as much as yes, they're of similar genres. I don't think you can even compare you the can't. Elder Scrolls series to the Dragon Age series. Um, no, I totally agree with you. As much like, as I freaking love Dragon Age and it is one of my favorite games, I will openly say the Skyrim is better. Yeah, like to it's be like fair, Obliv high, Oblivion is better. Like <laughs> the they're both high fantasy, but at the same point, they are so universally different from each other. It's like I mean, for starters, like, Skyrim is considerably bigger. <laughs> yeah, and Skyrim's the smallest of all of the Elder Scrolls games. Elder Scrolls games, yeah, that's, I know. Like, that's the bit that makes me laugh. Like Skyrim map feels immense. But then when you realize that's the smallest map on any of their games. Because, um, like, um, Morrowinds is the the first of them that wasn't fully procedurally generated. And Morrowinds mm. map is big. <laughs> like, it's mad. It's it's kind of mad when you think about the years those games came out and how big the maps are. Um, and yeah, yet we've still seen two more Skyrim since then from remastering it twice and not improving the graphics at all in that time. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think, is there actually any other new games that are coming out? Like, there's, there, I, I don't think there are. I'm well, going to have a very quick look. On the, hey, hey, FIFA 23 the, comes out next month. The day before, early, uh, I think it's January, which is the zombie MMO. Oh, yeah. Um, Lies of P was meant to be this year, but it's not. It's now got to be announced release date. Goth which is, Gotham uh, Knights just looks looks shit. Uh, anyway, it just, I don't know. I'm not going to bet you that. Overwatch 2, the beta was alright, but I don't know. The new Saints Row is, 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 is interesting. Is it? No, it's crap. Mm -hmm. It's basically a reboot because once you've went to space and conquered Mars, you can't really go any further than that. So you have to sort of redo the entire series. Pokemon <laughs> Scarlet and Violet, I'll buy because I'm a Pokemon nerd, but I'm not happy that legendary snakes turn into bikes. Agreed. <laughs> um, we talk, what about games that we've really been enjoying recently, which you guys can talk about very quickly while I pop to the loo? Games that I've enjoyed... What new games have I actually enjoyed this year? I mean, I already know mine, but I've got to poop. Legends Arceus. Uh, new games that I've played this year? Um, I don't really know. I haven't played many new games this year. Yeah, I mean, like everyone's hyped up over like Elden Ring this year, but like I, I, I didn't like it. It's uh, not my multi style of game. Like multiverses, I guess for me, that's the game. That's the new game I played most. Or the, or the very old game that's rehashed by Warner Brothers. Yeah, the, <laughs> I, I got a test before everyone else. Um, but the um, I'm going. I'm just gonna go look through my Steam list now. But like, I mean, everyone's I hyped up on Dreamlight, aren't they? The new Disney. Yeah, is um, I was I can't remember who I was watching play it, and like the and the entire thing was that. Like, once you've taken a selfie with a character, you can't see it again, which kind of defeats the purpose of it, truly. I, I have no idea what it's about. Um, I just I, I looked at it and when it doesn't... It, do, it, it's, it doesn't interest me, so I just never touched it. 
Uh, I played Super People this year. That was pretty good. Okay. I've, I played it for like 24 hours and I've not touched it since like March, but it was pretty good. Uh, I suppose for me, Wild RP was, if that counts, but it's not being out, didn't come out this year, but I joined this year. So that's been uh, interesting. Yeah, I've been playing um, a lot. <laughs> the cycle was eh. The cycle frontier was just eh, it was just a loot shooter. Um, um, did the... there's there's not not that I'm interested in. I mean, there's a new goat simulator coming out. Oh, there's a new dark pit just. Coming um, I don't know. I just I just think we're in a moment. We've been in it since COVID, really, where gaming just feels so stale, like. The only th uh, let's be honest, most of us are playing games that have been out for a while. A lot of us are playing updated versions of old games. Yeah, uh, um, it's the it's the thing where you realise that games of service, games as service, so games like uh, like League or like any of the, well any of the Riot properties really, they're the ones that tend to have longevity because it's a service and they get continually added to. Like I know I've been playing League longer than. Uh, most people, but at the same point, it's it's a game that I still play quite a lot. I've played Valorant more this year than I've played League. But, but at the same um, time, League is a game that's forever changing. It's updating. Like, yes, yeah, the, the basics stay the same, and so do a lot of the champions, but there's always new stuff. Yeah, it's, it's continuously updated. Uh, I think... I don't know, when did Halo Infinite come out? Was that this year? Was that last that's year? That's got to have been this year. No, it wasn't. It was last year, 2021. Jesus Christ, I thought it was this year. This year feels a lot longer than it actually is, I guess. Actually, I looked at when Backbone came out, because that was a game that I was hyped for and then was severely disappointed by, and that came out last year. Yeah. I don't think I've I genuinely think the only really new game I've played this year is actually Multiverses. So, Legends Arceus, for me, has been the best game of the year. Um, Elden Ring, I, di I didn't like. I don't like. I like to be able to play a game where you can log on for like. If you want to log on for half an hour, you can. And like, just mess about or actually accomplish something in half an hour. Whereas with Elden Ring, you spend 20 minutes going to a boss battle. You lose the boss battle. Then you're back to where you were half an hour before. And I'm not really about yeah. that. Like, I know everyone just says, like, if I was to do a challenge run, that's the kind of game I'd go for. Um, so I'm just taking my belt off because it's ripping into me. Um, there we go. Um, it's fine. It's, 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 serious. it's fine, guys. If I was to have sex on Twitch, I'd only be banned for seven days, so we're all good. Um, yeah, somehow, and somehow me and Sammy would lose more days than you. <laughs> we're doing nothing. Yeah, that's, that's probably true. Um, but it's... Yeah, there's just not been much. I think the issue is with gaming now is so many of our AAA games that have come out that everyone's been hyped for in recent years. If you look at the most hyped games of the last five years, they've all fell flat on their ass. Yeah. Like, I feel, let's be other than Elden Ring, because Elden Ring was one of the most hyped games there. Before that, it was probably New World, I'd say, was the most hyped game before that. And New um, World, people Red played for like a week. Red Dead 2? I made since then, if you think, because that was 2018. 
So since then, we've had Anthem, which fell flat on its ass. We've had Fallout Cyberpunk. 76, which fell flat on its ass. We've had Cyberpunk, which died. Uh, no, was No Man's Sky after then as well? No Man's, well, no Man's Sky came out in like 2015, dude, or 2016. Did it? Yeah, because I, I bought I, I I bought it on release, and it was so shit, I refunded it. It's a completely different game now than what it was, but like... What else hyped up? Valheim. That was hyped up for ages, then only like six people play it now. I don't even think six people play it anymore. I um, know two of them, so I, I just, can guarantee at least two. <laughs> I, I just think we're in a we're in a moment of gaming where so many games are worried that they're going to be cyberpunked or fallouted, uh, which we're now going with, uh, or anthemed, which is probably worse than all of them, because Anthem, even EA went, yeah, we can't fix this game, and then just it just died even more. So I think, Emmy... sorry, go ahead. I think we're at a point now where so many companies that have made games in the last 10 years, instead of releasing new games under the worry that it's going to fall flat on its ass, they are now just improving old games. And that's what we're doing. Like, for instance, we still, as you said about Wild RP, Rockstar do amazing off games that have been out years by just updating the online stuff every so often. Rust has updates pretty much every two months league of legends with tft and everything they get patched consistently so we're still playing games that we were probably playing 10 years ago mm. and i've really been enjoying cult of the lamb that is yeah to be fair cult yeah, of the lamb of, yeah cult of the lamb and elden it's... ring are probably the two games that came out this year that probably lived up well i think cult of the lamb had any hype but then it came out and everyone was like actually you know what as as much as a simple idea as this is it's very entertaining Cult of the lamb didn't come out this year though did it it came out was it, it came out year? this year no it came out this year because uh kiwo who's a streamer that i'm friends with uh got the advanced copy of it and got to play it on streamer day before everyone else I thought yeah. it was one of those games that like no, came Cult... out like a year or so ago and then no, just like came out this year. Um, then we had the an Among Us effect. You know Cult of I mean? the Lamb came out in August. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, um it's not an Among Us that was like yeah, not was ever like heard it. of and then two years later was the most popular game in the world. Yeah, literally. Um no, but I've I've been loving it so much that I'm currently trying to get on the pre order list for the plushie. Um like literally as we speak. Um, but no, I've been absolutely obsessed with it. I have a cosplay planned for it. But do you want to hear a really funny story about Elden Ring, Barlow? Yep. Cool. So, uh, one of my lovely, lovely mods, Brawl, uh, actually bought me a copy of Elden Ring the other day and I've started playing it. Because uh, I wanted to play it for ages. I just, I, I didn't have the money to get it because it's an expensive game. Um, so I started playing it uh, and my brother was visiting as well. Uh, while I was playing it, and he'd been playing it at home and bits like that. And uh, I was so bad at it. When I tell you how bad at Elden Ring I am, you know the bit where you go in the cave to, like, learn the controls and shit like that of how to attack enemies? Yeah, that that guard that, like, is, like, simulated as a boss but isn't actually a boss, yeah, it took me seven attempts to kill him. See, I, I would happily give Elden Ring a go on my PC... My issue is at the moment I don't have a controller and I'm struggling to do certain. I, I was playing. I was playing it on controller. Yeah, like I, <laughs> like I was playing FIFA. I, I don't know if, if people saw, but I was playing FIFA on my computer the other day uh, as a keyboard challenge. I refuse to play FIFA on a keyboard. That's hundred percent. I wish I had a controller I could use. Unfortunately, I don't. Um, 
I do have. I have a spare one if you want it. Um, I got um. This one's bust. The... So this one, uh, if you can see, if I get close enough, there's this is kind of mashed to the point where if I log into a game, everything shoots downwards, because apparently if you throw this, uh, throw an Xbox controller at a wall enough, that's what will happen. Ah, oh, you piled it. That's what happened. Ah, uh, yes. Um, that's that's the kind of rage you don't see from me when I play FIFA. Because uh, I keep a lot of that rage off stream. I I play like almost every I play every game with keyboard and mouse. Like I don't have a controller, and I got I surprised someone by saying that I play multiverses on a keyboard and mouse and not a controller. Um. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, I'm officially on the pre-order alert list when the plushies go live again. Nice. Right. So moving on from gaming, and how stale it's been. Yeah. There was a lot of announcements from D23 last weekend. There was. We also had Nintendo Direct, didn't we? That was uh, the big announcement from that was Pikmin. It was, yeah. Yeah. That was that was it. No one gives a shit about anything else. D23 gave some amazing, well, gave some big announcements. I'm not gonna say amazing announcements. Um, it still wasn't as many as we were promised. Disney promised us a fuck ton of announcements. And we didn't get half of it. Which I'm quite... We were supposed to know the entire Fantastic Four cast from D uh, by D23, and they still have not told us yet. Nope. And I'm sad. Yep. Um, we do know, though, that who... Uh, what Henry Cavill's been cast in, at least. This is true. We do. Mm -hmm. We know he's in Loki. That is it. Uh, under my assumption yep. that he's Doctor Doom. I'd like to think he's Doctor Doom. Yeah, I reckon that that's oh, that's my that's my belief. Because um, I reckon I know Bandit wanted it to be Giancarlo Esposito, uh, but I believe he's been cast as Magneto. And they can't mm. announce that yet because of Fox's. They can announce I'm that also, next year. I'm also very happy if that if that is the case. I'm still happy with that. Giancarlo Esposito is just fucking amazing. Oh, just having him. In, but I think the reason why we're not getting a, an announcement of Doctor Doom from Fantastic Four is because I think they're fine. I think Marvel are, are, are good enough to know that Doctor Doom is more than just a Fantastic Four villain. Like he is one of Marvel's biggest ever villains, like in general. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm fed up of him being beaten up by a stretchy bastard and a guy who smokes a bit too much. Like. I feel like when they do the when they did the multiverse thing, um, if they actually do it on screen, they should have Chris Evans Captain America and Chris Evans Human Torch meet. I 100% think so. Yes. That's that would just be fun. He's already like, said I, he would love to do that. He, well, he's, he's back as Captain America, isn't he? Chris Evans. He's signed on to the movie or two, I think. No, he's think no. So, yeah. It's um, he's not doing the movies. Remember, well, he's, signed the, the, his, he's, he's signed on as Captain America. He's signed another contract for it. He is not returning as Captain America. I can promise you that in the movies, anyway, because there is a Captain America movie coming out, and it's he's not in it. Hold it's, up, let me just. Uh, but uh, Anthony Mackie's Falcon is the is Captain America now. Um, hold up. It, it might be flashbacks, but it won't be. It won't be present day. Avengers: Secret Wars. Uh, Chris Evans signs deal for Captain America MCU return. Oh, 
controversial. Anywho, um, also, also, yeah, Secret Wars was announced <laughs> again. No, Secret Wars was already—they just released a trailer this time. The trailer Any... looks sick, though. Anywho, a lot of people, especially TikTok cosplayers uh, and BookTok, will be having a wet dream because. Percy Jackson. Yeah, Percy Jackson's getting a, getting a rehype. I'm so stoked for and that. And by what we mean by Percy Jackson cosplayers, we mean people that wear a pair of jeans and, a, and an orange t-shirt. And have half blood. <laughs> yeah. 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 And they're like, suddenly, I am Percy. Um, <laughs> no. People so, can go to Primark and then like come out again. That's what literally. Um, but no, like I'm I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, it's not coming out till 2024 though. I yeah. I think that's kind of fine. Um, that means they've got another year to make it. The, the thing is, like, I let... hope they make it good because the film, the two th- films were fucking shite. I mean, the first it's... film wasn't bad, but I it, can say that as someone, good. it was it someone. Good. I can say it wasn't bad as someone that hadn't read the books by that point, and okay. then I read the books straight after. Where that film is shoddy. Like, yeah. yeah, I read the books when I was in primary school. Um, so I had like a big attachment to Percy Jackson, and then I saw the first movie and thought it was okay. It, like, I think there's some decent stuff there, but like then the rest of them were just dog, like absolutely mm-hmm. awful. Yeah. Still, yeah. Actually, I tell you what though, the scene in in the, the first Percy Jackson movie, the when they're running the Medusa, in the movie that was actually really good. I thought that the way they did that was very good. I, f- mm-hmm. I did think they were well cast though. That's the one thing I'll say about the movies. I thought the casting was good. Um. But I'm glad they're doing a series because there's so much. There's like... so much. Uh, it's, it's the same as like, so I had a really big uh, fucking, I don't want to say tantrum, but basically a tantrum of the fact that they turned Artemis Fowl into a film and not a series because the that Artemis Fowl was... books, fantastic. But that film was horrific. That film was god awful. That, and also the the kid, I can't remember the name of the actor, plays Artemis Fowl in it and obviously in the books Artemis Fowl is a bit of a cocky arrogant so and so but he's, not he's... to the extent that he was in the film he was a brat in the film I have a controversial oh. opinion You did you like Artemis Fowl? no um, if it's got Artemis Fowl written on it I instantly hate it the books were atrocious they were the worst do you not like in... the books? no I thought they were the worst things in existence I, I genuinely oh, see, I really li- I, so my childhood book wise Harry Potter, Artemis Fowl, and Septimus Heap. Harry Potter, this is going to show how much of an avid reader I was. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, anything else that Tolkien wrote, and uh, all of the Skullduggery Pleasants. Oh, to be fair. Pleasant. See, that, that's one that people have wanted to be turned into a film or series for See, years, but I'm not going to lie. Nah, it has anim- to be animated. An- it has to be, like, and I think, like, yeah, like, and to be fair, I can understand all- it as, like, an arcane animation, but it can't be live action. Mm-hmm. The thing is, though, is like it has to be an animated series if they do do it because if they don't, all I can imagine is like Nicolas Cage's Ghost Rider head on top of a man in a suit with a hat. Now you've got me <laughs> wanting Nicolas Cage's Skull Degree Pleasant for would, all the wrong reasons. I would rather slip my throat. Speaking of uh, Nicolas Cage, though, another one of the announcements, which he's not been shown to be in, but they're releasing a new National Treasure. Yeah, I saw that. that which the... I'm not. I'm not going to lie, I'm not thrilled about, because I like the first one. Book of Secrets was fucking shite. The fact that the man did not go to prison for kidnapping the president, I'm sorry, excuse me? Yeah, but, you know. But he's Nick Cage. It's Nicholas Cage. I just hate Nick Cage. Like, just... 
I I love there the are, fact that he's a walking disaster. And there that's are kind two, of like the thing. two movies that I like Nicolas Cage in. One of them is Mandy. The other one is Willy's Wonderland because he doesn't talk. Okay, Willy's Wonderland. Uh, oh, wait. Um, in the Spider-Verse. He was in that. Yeah, but we don't have to look at his face. Yeah, yeah we don't true. have to worry. Yeah, voice acting's a different kettle of fish. If I don't have to... Fa- yeah. If I can forget he exists while watching it, that's that's fine. But that's another one that I think is potentially going to be a bit, a bit shit. I'm worried about a lot of it, if I'm honest. Like, I, I wasn't getting worried about Marvel shows and then She-Hulk came out. So, like... I was very disappointed with She-Hulk. I actually know Miss Marvel and She-Hulk. We've had two really bad ones back to back, to be fair. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, with, to be fair, what saved D23 for me was the Mandalorian trailer. The Mandalorian trailer looked fucking sick. Yeah, when I saw it, I was just like, this is this is going to be a war for Mandalore, and I am okay with this. That and, um, what do you call it, the Tales of the Jedi animated series they're doing. I'm very happy about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not so happy, happy that we're. I'm so not happy that we're getting an Indiana Jones five. No, that's, I don't that, think that was that was that was so. Uh, Harrison Ford announced ages ago that that was coming out. I think that's been in the works for about five years. Um, but Harrison Ford has said it's gone back to its roots as like the first three, and the idea behind it is this is this is Indy's like passing of the baton, like. I don't think we're going to see Indiana Jones doing much in this movie. Um, I don't think Harrison Ford physically can anymore, to be honest. Well, I mean, what he broke like he broke his arm, his wrist, and something else just filming Star Wars. So yeah, like, um, it's just going to be. It's, is it still Shia LaBeouf? Is that still is that still a thing? I believe so. Forgot he existed. So did Wait, I, think Shia, I think he forgot. Wait, I think he forgot he existed. Wait, he isn't dead. Shia, surprise! <laughs> oh man, that video never gets old. No, it uh, doesn't. Then, then they, then they announced uh, that Disney have announced some really stupid ones. We've now got the uh, we've got what a space now animated thing, haven't we? Yeah. That was cool. We've got like an animated space movie coming out. Um, I don't know why. Um, I've got a list of the announcements they made here, or the trailers and things that they showed at D23. Or the... Yeah, I've got a list up as well. But the so... one that I specifically want to talk about before we go through the list, because I'm just genuinely upset, why are they making a Santa Claus series? <laughs> why? It's called The Santa Clauses, and it's basically he turns around and says he retires, which... The whole point of like the Santa Claus curse from the very first movie is that the original Santa Claus has to die and then it gets passed on to whoever wears the coat next, which was um, Tim Allen. Also, did you guys know that Tim Allen went to prison in his 20s for uh, distributing cocaine? Yeah. Didn't know that, actually, no. It's absolutely mad. Honestly, Google it. It's super interesting. I was watching, so I was watching a... Uh, uh, a documentary about uh, Danny Trejo the other day because I love him like honestly I would die for Danny Trejo he's like one of the nicest people on the planet if you guys don't know who Danny Trejo is he's the guy who played Machete oh yeah or, or if you're a normie Rose's dad in Brooklyn Nine-Nine or yeah he is also that or he is uh the uncle in Spy Kids he was also the bartender who tells Ron Burgundy that women can actually do things in Anchorman. Yeah, yeah. He's also no, the like... only one in Star Wars that is known to be able to tame uh, rancors. 
<laughs> and he is also the only one that slightly rivals Sean Bean in the amount of things he dies in. He is also in Call of the Dead on the oh, Call of Duty Black Ops maps. He's also in The Flash. Uh, he is. <laughs> yeah. as, as a teleporter hunter. <laughs> yeah. But no, so, yeah, Danny Trejo is just one of the nicest people. If anyone wants to watch that documentary, it's actually really cool because it talks about him and his past and his struggle with... He was addicted to heroin by the time he was 12. Like, that's the kind of place that he grew up in. He was in jail. He was in fucking San Quentin, and then he ran that shit. Like, you know, it's, it's really interesting. Anyway, I went to the topic, sorry. Um, but yeah, Tim Allen, uh, cocaine pusher, uh, went to jail for a long time. Anywho, uh, Santa Claus, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't... It's one of those ones... Let's be honest, I feel like we all knew that there was going to be another one. Um, it was just. When was the last one released? Because it was Santa like, Claus Three with the one with Jack two, Frost on it. Two thousand and six, maybe. About then. I don't know. I'm gonna Google there. it. I'm gonna Google it. I just, yeah, I don't entirely know why we're doing another one. Um, I think when you've got, I think there are certain things where if after it's been out for so long, it's like okay, a remake or a rehash is kind of fine. But like when it's something that is as beloved as the Santa Claus, it's yeah a bit different because like you were let's, correct, let's Bandit. It was uh, the third of November two thousand and six was the last time there was a Santa Claus, and now they're bringing it back in twenty twenty two. Like, see, I don't think it's, I don't think it needs a reboot, but at least I think okay, the time period warrants it. Like, the, yeah. there's a, a, like, but at the same point, it's it's not cultural status symbol no. it, it, it wasn't ghostbusters i think it's another like, one of those things though it's for me it's like tainting childhood territory because like as many people know about me as barlow specifically knows about me because of the conversation we had last year when he found out i didn't own a christmas jumper um i'm not hugely into christmas like i like the day i like spending the day with my family but like the lead up and th- i just don't really care about um I don't like any Christmas music and I don't like Christmas movies, but the only Christmas movie that I'll ever watch is the Santa Claus. The, Although I, I did am... get her to, watch, uh, to wear a Christmas jumper, goes Because I, it had a giant penis on it. <laughs> I also... I'm very much in the same boat as you, Sonny. Like, I'm not... I, I don't own a Christmas jumper either. I have a Christmas Hawaiian shirt, but I don't know... It's got Santa with I, you clearly I, on a night. I love that. That's amazing. Um, but um, I... I have like that kind of opinion. It's like I don't really like Christmas music, and I remember I appeared on El Roop's channel, like I think it was like 2020, where we talked about the fact that like some of our most hated music in general was just Christmas music, and the ones that we liked were just either like so just adorably funny, or ones that were just like no no fucking new. The only Christmas song that I like listen to is uh, "Merry Christmas, Kiss My Ass." I like that one Peter Kerr did. Wait, no, there's Merry Christmas, Kiss My Ass by All Time Low, and then there's also If I Ain't Drunk, Then It Ain't Christmas by Corey Taylor. Christmas by Corey Taylor. Yeah, they're the only only Christmas songs I listen to. You've also got uh, Christmas in Hollywood by Hollywood Undead. And then you've got... uh, Never heard that one. uh, You'll Shoot Your Own Eye Out by uh, Fall Out Boy. Mood. Don't Shoot Me Santa by The Killers is another one. Yeah. But okay. yeah, so, uh, sorry, but, but continue. Yeah, you're going to hate my top six with you hating Christmas. 
mood. I love that. Um, but, but yeah, Bandit, did you want to go through that that list? And we can just kind of give vague opinions. Yes. Yeah, so these are all the things that were um, revealed or shown at uh, Disney. This includes Marvel, LucasArts, and everything like that. So we have Hocus Pocus 2, which I'm going to be honest... I liked the first one. I, I love the why... first one. I and don't I'm know just... why they're doing a second one. I may it's... be the only person in history who did not like That's totally fair. I can understand why it's... you didn't, because normally that... it's not my kind of thing. It That movie is very pulpy. So, like, it's 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 a movie that you either like or you don't. It's not It's not like an okay-ish thing. But it, it, it's one of those ones, because you, you say it, it is one of those things it's like a constant thing throughout this podcast that we've discussed is that they seem to not be making anything original they just keep rehashing or rebooting things Mm -hmm. and it's just another one of those things instead of making another killer kids halloween film they're just essentially remaking the same story but in hocus pocus 2 we've got disenchanted which is a sequel to enchanted I'm so excited. Like, uh, uh, I'm so one, excited. This, this sequel thing I'm accepting because uh, the first Enchanted was a lot of fun. Oh, it's just it a fun, so fun. It's just a fun movie. I showed it my is a very fun movie. like so Enchanted is probably one of my fa- my dad's favorite movies of all time, right? I love um, that. I know that's, his favorite to be fair though, this is coming from the guy whose favorite film is Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, oh, that is a good movie, movie though. It, it is it is god tier. But like um beautiful movie. It, it makes me laugh because, like, I watched it and my mum looked really excited and then we put it on the big TV so my dad could watch it and he was just stood there, like, smiling. And I was like, this is the thing that I like about Enchanted, though, because, to be fair, it was brilliantly cast. It was cheesy as hell. You go into that film expecting something fun and that's what you got. And it's, it's like... It's what I what I expected with Thor: Love and Thunder. When I went to watch that, everyone yes. was like expecting a big Marvel better uh, like no, it spectacle. Was always gonna be yeah, and it's Taika Waititi. It's, yeah. it's going to be but it's, it's going to be done for. The reason why people hated Thor was because it was a comedy and they didn't want that. But I loved it because I heard it was a comedy and I wanted a comedy and I got a yeah. comedy. Um, yeah. Disenchant. Well when, oh, sorry. Now say when you look at Enchanted as well, it's like it is a fun movie first, and like it's like fun first and then a movie second. Yeah, but so I also I also kind of like the vibe that they're going with, where it's a case of Giselle's been in like our world for so long now; she's almost no longer that like fairy tale princess, but she wants that back. But now because she's older, she's now the wicked stepmother kind yeah. of vibes. I think that's really interesting. But- also as well like it's the reason why we went to watch the muppets movie when that came out you don't go there expecting this big ass film you're there simply because you want entertainment it's enjoyment yeah um okay we've got peter pan and wendy which honestly i'm I'm kind of okay with it i'm I'm kind of okay with it i'm conflicted because i do like so not the disney animated film peter pan but I oh, really like the story of Peter Pan. So I used to really want a tattoo of the two stars, a second star to the right vibe on my shoulder. But then I realised how white girly that was, so I never got it. Is, um, is this live action? It is. It is uh, going to be live action, yeah. Yes, it appears to be. Um, it's one of those ones of like, it's a similar thing, because another one that's going to be on that list, Bandit, is Snow White. We've yeah, seen so many movies of Peter Pan, whether it's Hook, where it's Neverland, whether it's... Um, like the actual Peter Pan animated films, there's there's a lot of them, and there's also a lot of films in regards to Snow White. We've got Mirror Mirror, we've got Snow White and the Huntsman. 
like it, it, it's a very saturated area fair, where there's Snow... a lot of them that have been created. Snow White and the Huntsman was a it was a good movie. Sim- oh, it was a great film, but simply it's that... because of Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's it's that thing of there is a lot. If you if you look Snow White based movies, there's a lot of them. Yeah, I remember talking to Emmy about this when we were doing our plans for other stuff. Um. We were. Um, I was talking about this Snow White movie I saw as a kid, and it was like a made-for-TV Australian one because I used to get all these like bargain bin VHSs like as like gifts from my I family and stuff. I had one like that as well. It was on a DVD that came in a magazine. And um, it's like it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, but like you know the dwarves aren't named after their dominant personality trait. They're all called Joe. I love and that, I f- and I find that so funny. I love that. Even now, that's amazing. And, but like whenever Snow White. Like is referring to a specific jaw. They all just subconsciously know who which one it is, and it's that's kind of thing. Is it's really funny to me. Yeah, it's like it is. It is a vibe, to be fair. But no, that's just one that I think. My and this, to be fair, this is going to go for Snow White as well. My issue now is like, so with Disney's live actions, we had Cinderella, which everyone forgot happened because Amazon Prime then tried it their way and made it worse. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, which to be fair, I will stand. I stand that movie. I don't hate it, but I think it's because yeah. I love Emma Watson. But Emma Watson was incredible in it, and to be fair, like the, just the all-star cast. You then had Aladdin, which yes, wasn't amazing, but it was actually quite entertaining, and the choreography was Aladdin's beautiful. Aladdin's the only live action I actually like. Yeah. Then, oh, then we enough. had Tarzan, which the only reason why that was an okay Haven't movie was because it wasn't based on the film. It was a mm-hmm. sequel, which worked. Jungle Book sucked ass. Oh, uh, yeah. Lion King, the less we talk about it, the better. Um, mm-hmm. Now we've got Little Mermaid as well, which, you know... I think it's gonna be in. It's gonna be interesting. I want to know how they're gonna CGI the fish, um, because disclaimer for anyone that decides to freaking do that shit. Because some of you are cunts. Uh, Barlow isn't saying it's gonna be interesting because of the actress choice. We all support the fact that it's. Yeah, yes, I'm, say- yes. I'm saying. I'm saying. We're saying because of the it's a reboot of the Little Mermaid. The only... It's just because I know someone. Yeah. The only comment. casting issue I have is um, the woman playing Ursula. Um, I don't actually know who's playing us. Oh, I have no God. idea who it is. It's the, uh, the, hang on, little mermaid. Yes, live action. Um, you will know her. It is not on that 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 page. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's a good start, um, guys. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Um, oh, I can't no. stand. I can't. I can't stand her. Um, Wait, the, the Melissa McCarthy is it's in the, yeah. the the comedy the comedy actress, yeah. Um, yeah, no, she is. It's just I can't, I can't, I can't, choice. I can't stand her. Can um, she sing? God knows, but to be fair, Ursula doesn't need to be that great anyway at singing. I want a slapping version. No, of that. let's be honest. There's only one person that could pull off a live action Ursula, and she's dead. And that was the person that played Pat Butcher in EastEnders. But like, uh, and. We've also got, um, like, what else is the live action coming out soon? Um, where they're doing, uh, they've now announced Snow White and that. And it's such a dying trend because, like, it's yeah. literally them going, these were really good animations. They weren't. Snow White sucked ass. But, like, 
We've got these really good I mean, it wasn't animations. made in the 1930s, dude. <laughs> it wasn't even the film that was the bad part, though. It was her no. voice. Like, oh, that was awful. Yeah, so really, it's a casting decision that they went wrong on. But, like, I don't know why they're, they're doing these. Like, no. it's not a case of you're remaking or remastering it. You're shoving something in a different form and thinking it's new art. It's not. It's oh, the no, same I, I know why they're doing it. Money. That's why that's all Disney give a crap about, isn't it? They, they only care about money. Um, continuing on, the one which I am very, very excited... Okay, I've just seen who they've cast as Captain Hook and Peter Pan and Wendy. They've cast Jude Law, which oh. I'm actually kind of okay with. See, right, okay. I, I, I love Jude Law as an actor. I want to put that out there first, but can we please stop making Captain Hook hot? No. No, we need to be because... hot. No, he doesn't. No, like, I, I want... <laughs> Old school wax mustache, long hair, Captain Hook. Yeah, but at the I same would, time, this I is would, gonna before 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 Ash cut his hair recently. Give him a wax mustache, that is Captain Hook. But I think this is the issue because we're going further and further from more prequel style things. So it's again, it's gonna be quite a young Captain Hook. I think this is the issue that we're having. We're not but seeing it the story make that sense because if it's a young Captain Hook, you wouldn't know Peter Pan yet. Uh, they ruined that with the bloody um, Hugh yeah. Jackman one. Unfortunately, yeah, we don't talk, we don't talk about that one. That, that that doesn't get talked about. We don't talk about Bruno. Um, speaking of not talking about Bruno, let's talk about a movie that me and Holly both expressed a lot of excitement for when we talked about it: Haunted Mansion. I'm fucking hyped. That one um, I am fucking hyped for. So there is two things that I have to say about Haunted Mansion. One, I am so hyped that Jimmy Lee Curtis is in it because Laurie mm-hmm. Strode, Queen of Horror. Oh. Um, if Disney do this right, we are going to get a proper, like, really campy, over-the-top horror movie. Have they released who's uh, cast as who yet? I know they've released some of the cast so um, far, but there's so a specific character that I'm wondering who's playing them. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is Madame Leota. Okay, yeah, I, I knew Jamie Lee Curtis uh, was going to be like so that. So Jared Leto Leto was the hat man, I think. I missed a hat. He's, the, he's the hat box ghost. Yeah. Uh, Owen Wilson's playing Kent. Oh um, my god, I'm, I'm, over, I'm over the moon with that. Owen Wilson in anything. Um, they haven't announced who Winona Ryder's playing. See, um, I feel like Winona Ryder's going to be playing, Cord- is it Cordelia? Um, um, yeah, yes, that, that, that yeah. character's not on the IMDb list yet, so... It could it could be Winona Ryder. The only person I could think Winona Ryder would be playing is Cordelia. Um, we've mentioned Lion King already. Playing a college professor. Yes, love it. We've mentioned Lion King already. Here's another one: Mufasa the Lion King, which is a prequel. I, you know what? Is it animated? If it's animated, fine. If it's not, then um, I don't want to know. Get ready to head back to Pride Rock. Moonlight's Barry Jenkins is directing a Lion King prequel that won't come out until 2024. We don't know much, but we've Simba's father, Mufasa, Seth Rogen, which is going to be shit. And Billy Eichner returning as Pumper and Timon. It's going to be shit because Seth Rogen's in it. I'm sorry, they cast Seth Rogen to be the voice of Mufasa. No, 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 no. no, no. Pumper and Timon. Pumper and Timon, so Seth oh, Rogen and Billy Eichner. It's going to suck because Seth Rogen's in it. I'm going to be. I mean, honest. to be fair, I, I like Seth Rogen. Um, his entire comedy is <laughs> weed funny. That's like that's his entire personality. Yeah, but he plays <laughs> that weed. role well. Um, yeah, but weed's not funny. <laughs> it's, it's, it is when you're it, smoking it. Yeah, it is. To be fair, um, but all, like it's not. Bandit. 
your opinion is Bandit, not valid here. Bandit, I'm an expert in this area of things. Um, so from the look of the way they've made... Yeah, to be fair, you can't even tell from the from the look of the title and the, the logo they've gone with. I can't tell if that's live action or not. If it's not live action, I'm perfectly happy with it. Because actually, I'd quite like to see how Scar became the way he was. Yeah, I'd like to see the relationship that they had and how it yeah. became so bad. So actually, I, yeah, that's that's something I'm more than okay with, unless it's live action. Um, then we got uh, Snow White, Rachel Zegler, and Gal Gadot, which no, we've talked no, about. Just no. Yeah, just everything um, about which, that. No, I don't even know why Gal Gadot's in it, but just no. It's caused a lot of problems already because Peter Dinklage like just slammed it like about six, seven months ago when yeah. saying you need to stop treating dwarves as like mythical creatures that live in caves when there are real people with dwarfism. And it's like I agree with that. And it's like yeah, it's all fine, well and good. Like it wasn't the problem that casting um, a Latina actress as Snow White, no. which like which no like, issue with that whatsoever. It, it, it doesn't fucking matter like but like you can't pretend to be all super woke by doing some shit like this and then like make dwarves these mystical creatures when there are real people with dwarfism yeah i agree with you and i agree wholeheartedly then the controversial little mermaid um we've already spoke about yeah, I'm like, not getting into the race conversation. It doesn't matter that she's no. not well, white. Guys, will, it really doesn't. I'm going to explain my because I've said about it publicly before. My <laughs> issue with her being cast initially was genuinely down to the genre of music in which she was ca- uh, was doing. She was doing rap. She was doing hip hop, which, in my opinion, as someone that loved Little Mermaid growing up, was a completely tonal shift. And then actually, when I heard the trailer and heard her singing, I was like, Yeah, no, I'm okay with this now. Like for me, it was just she needed to prove herself as a singer because from the I listened to her music back and I went, "This isn't this isn't Ariel." I think one of the things as well that a lot of people do need to pay attention to it's the same problem that we had with Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. Like a lot of people are going to boil it down to you don't like this movie because Ariel's played by someone not white, and it's like no, we can not like the movie because the movie can suck. Yeah, like. The problem, I think, the problem that all three of us particularly have with the movie is the fact that it's just a fucking another Disney live-action wankfest. Yeah, like, basically. Like I don't, like if I if I cared that much about the race of um, Ariel, I'd, uh, the race and stuff in the movie, I'd be mad that the crab was Jamaican. Okay, we can confirm um, that uh, Mufasa is live-action. Therefore, I'm no longer looking forward to it. Yeah, no, never mind. Oh, okay, I'll pass that up. Uh, move on to Pixar Elemental. We've, uh, which... I swear all we've heard is a vague plot and then like the fire and ice hands holding each other and that's literally um, it. All I'm going to say, the screenshot that's on the Pixar Twitter, like the water guy or the ice guy, whoever it is, looks like Osmosis Jones and it's kind of weird to me. <laughs> that... uh, I mean, that's fitting. Amber and Weir played by Leah Lewis and Mama Duathi from Disney and Pixar's Elemental coming to the theatres June 16th, 2023. Not a lot... Not yeah, a lot about so it, but... all it says is uh, Ember and Wade in a city where fire, water, land, and air reside, uh, residents live together. So it's it's basically going to be if Disney had the rights to Avatar. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got Win or Lose, which is an original series. Uh, it seems to be a, a baseball by the looks of things, which actually yes. is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked I, the idea of that. I can, I can vibe with that. Um, we have Elio, which is Disney Pixar's newest adventure. Uh, a boy finds himself transported across the galaxy and mistaken for the intergalactic ambassador for our planet Earth, which is basically the plot of Jimmy Neutron. 
Like, it is, yeah. Funny. It's Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> the Jimmy Neutron movie. And I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah, I'm fine with it. I love Jimmy Neutron, but, like, still. Um, Inside Out 2, uh, the summer 2024. Yeah, apparently this is, is when she was a teenager. Which mm-hmm. I kind of think is a logical progression, honestly. And Yeah, it's, like, it's one I, of their few movies where I can understand why a sequel's coming in, but... As long as they don't misrepresent this one in the trailers like they did for the first one. And as long as they don't move that, you really feel like you're inside a 10-year-old girl comment on the pipe promos. Yeah, that was, that was just, a bit sus. That, that was just so fucking cringe. Um, Walt Disney Animation. Zootopia Plus, which is not a sequel, it's a midquel. And it's just stories of people during the, during the Zootopia events. Uh, Which is kind of neat. Yeah, to be fair, I was expecting yeah. there to be more stuff in Zootopia. Cause I, I like Zootopia, I'll be honest. I do. I do. Z- I think Zootopia it's is um, a movie that I didn't watch until like a, like a year or two after it came out, but I found Same. myself like getting absorbed into it. It's really interesting. I just um, wanted to be the fox. Everyone loves the fox. Um, in a yeah. The series will be made up of six episodes with six independent stories, including one titled The Real Rodents of Rod- Rodentia, according to Collider. Which is, okay. okay. Collider, Collider normally accurate on that. Iwaju, I hope I pronounced that right. Um, oh, yes. I heard the description of this one, because this is the one that's meant to be based on a futuristic, like, Nigerian it, setting, isn't it? Yeah, it's Lagos, Nigeria. Um, honestly, it just on the screenshot that's on the Disney Twitter... It actually looks really cool. Yeah, I'm really interested to see it when it comes out. I like I haven't got an opinion on it yet, but I'm in I'm interested in watching it. It's um uh, I forgot just because someone asked in the chat what a midquel is, it's something that doesn't take place before or after. It's during. It's during. Um so um the best example you can give in terms of gaming is you got Borderlands, then you got Borderlands 2, and then you get the pre-sequel. The pre-sequel is a midquel. It is a mid-call, yes. Um, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to it because there's been a lot of um, Afro-fantasy stuff that's been getting really popular lately. Very so much so. I'm, I'm very interested in that. Uh, Strange World, which is giving us a strange new look at Disney's Strange World. There's not, not too much it, about it. It, it Jake, gives, it gives me... Holes in it. Yeah, it gives me Journey to the Centre of the Earth vibes. I'm looking at the picture now, and it makes me think. Um, it makes me think like they're redoing Atlantis: The Lost Empire, but in a mm. bit more high fantasy. See, one film that would make perfect sense in live action. Yes, yeah. uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Wish, which is the one where people it's... have buzzed about for a bit. Yeah, it's the one that's meant to be based on the lore behind the Disney star, isn't it? Yeah, which, you know, Jiminy Cricket introduces, you yeah. know, when you wish upon a star. Um, starring Ariana DeBose, uh, DeBose, or DeBose, I can't remember how to pronounce the name. Mm. Um, featuring songs by Julia Michaels, mm. who has wrote stuff for Selena Gomez and Bieber. Now to the Lucasfilm stuff. We have um, Andor, yeah. Well, which is a prequel to Rod One. That's not that's not a D twenty three thing because Andor comes out next week. Like this, they yeah, just they is... just released a new trailer. That was all they did. Yep. Yeah. Um, this, so this is stuff. I'm just like going through yeah, most of everything. Andor, 
I will watch it because it's Star Wars. I'm not holding out much hope for it because Andor is the one character from a great movie, but he's the one character you don't give a fuck about in a great movie. Um, yeah. If they were to do a prequel from any character in that film, they picked the one that no one gave a damn about. Yeah. Um, we got Willow. Um, so, which is a George Lucas produced uh, 1998 high fantasy film, and it's got Warwick Davis on it. Yes, Willow. I love Warwick Davis. Willow as a film was fantastic, and they've been planning this for ages. Um, and for anyone uh, is going to say, oh, it had Ewoks in it, it's in the Star Wars universe. It's not. He actually wrote Willow before he wrote Star Wars, and uh, then just kept the idea of the Ewoks going. Um, I've been trying to get hold of Warwick Davis because I want him to send me a video of him calling Blitzy short. Ask it. He's on Cameo, I think. He isn't. I checked. Is he not on Cameo? Yeah, we, no. we, we checked it, Insomnia. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, I'll, ask, I'll ask my friend's agent. See if, see if he knows. See if he knows. That'd be grand, yeah. Um, so, Bad Batch Season 2. Yeah, Bad Season yeah. 1 was so good. Yeah, it was. Uh, Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. I'm looking forward to that. And the um, fact they're using the Clone Wars like style of animation, animation style, too. yeah. Yes. Uh, ah- Ahsoka. Yeah, we finally seen pictures of Ahsoka now, um, mm-hmm. and she looks so much better than she did in Mandalorian. Um, yeah. Which is good because she didn't look great in Mandalorian. Um, that's gonna be really interesting because they've now cast the guy who played Ezra as well. So it's basically a sequel to Star Wars Rebels because mm-hmm. it's. But it's a sequel to Mandalorian season two as well, because we know Ahsoka is looking for uh, Admiral Thrawn, who at the end of Rebels has Ezra. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that goes. I'm looking forward to it. My only worry is everyone is so used to seeing um, Ahsoka in the animations, where she's doing all these flips, where she's like a massive gymnast in how she uh, attacks people, and now we've got Rosario Dawson who who can't do any of that. Yeah, that's. I'm I'm mildly interested in Ahsoka because she was one of the characters I really really did like from the Star Wars animation stuff. Mm. Uh, we've got Star Wars Skeleton Crew. Uh, we've got the first look at Jude Law. Yeah. In it, uh, Mando season three. Uh, so in Indiana Jones five. Now to Marvel. Uh, Wakanda Forever, um, which we got uh, another look. Yeah, uh, it's, Iron... it's going to be Iron interesting well. now we know it's the end of a phase for Marvel. Um, and we still don't know what's going on since losing Ch- Chadwick Boseman as well. Okay. Um, and they're bringing in Namor now, so we're starting to get some new stuff going on. Yeah, um, it the big theory that I've heard around it is it's going to be Wakanda are going to be at a pseudo war with Atlantis or uh, or the Atlanteans or whatever you want to call them yeah the, the submariners and then there's going to be this other big bad that shows up and they're going to be like oh no now we have to join forces so do you know like that Family Guy episode where it's like it's called Big Jaws where you know Jaws yeah, and yeah, you guys yeah. have to team up to fight Bigger Jaws it's, it's basically it's Batman versus Superman then like... yeah pretty much um, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, to be fair, it's not the right. The writers probably had to change all of their plans after Chadwick passed away. 
yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's an unavoidable thing. I think, that, like, I think they would the issue is so many people are going to go into Black Panther expecting it to live up to the hype of the first one. But let's be honest, when you look at the, the hype behind Black Panther 1, it wasn't so much how good the movie was, it was a lot of the political message behind the film. In the movie, that yes. was That was incredible, we'd never seen it before. So I think so many people are going to be disappointed by Wakanda Forever because they're not going to have that same experience. Yeah, I think, no, I'd agree with that. I think it's because when you get movies that were sort of like Black Panther where the first outing, even in the setting like the MCU, where they have a message that's important. Anything after that is going to be, it's just going to be another Marvel movie. Yeah. It's like, it's like, so like Captain America Civil War had like a, a message there that was sort of vaguely hinted at and then never addressed after Baron Zemo shows up. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. like anything else other than the sort of like the big bunchy movies, the like the the ensemble movies just feel like generic Marvel movie forty. And like I'm not it doesn't mean that they're bad necessarily. It's just like I think I'm predicting that we're kind of forever we'll have some good stuff in it because I am excited to see Neymar. But at the mm, same point then. it's just gonna be probably to me another Marvel movie. Yeah, that's hundred percent understandable. And we got Ironheart. I don't care. Uh, Ant-Man uh, yeah. and the Wasp Quantumania. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised we still haven't seen more about... Like, we haven't seen a trailer yet. Same. I think um, I think well, it comes out early next year. And I'm, we've still not February? seen... February or April. Like, it's one of the... It's uh, in the first third, Feb- but we've not seen a trailer yet. February 17th, it's due out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know why we haven't seen a trailer yet. And yeah, it I don't know it's, it's the big... It introduces Kang as well. Well, Kang's yeah. been introduced though, aren't he, really? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, mo- movie Kang. But it's apparently... So, from the reactions of people I know that went to uh, San Diego Comic-Con, apparently the Ant-Man trailer that they saw was incredible. Apparently, like, it's... Because Ant-Man is now kick-starting Phase 5. Yes. So it's gonna be it's got to be big. But apparently Kang in the trailer alone, you're like, okay, well, this guy is going to ruin everything. Which is good, because we need that now that we've... I feel like the issue we've had with Phase 4 is there's... We've not had any, like, big issues. Like, superhero-level no. problems. So ev- all of the series have been very self-contained. The films, they've all been handled well. We now need something that looks like it's actually enough to bring the Avengers in. Yeah. Um, We've got an uh, unusual one, Werewolf by Night. Yeah. Which I, I I know a lot of Marvel shit, but I'm completely unfamiliar with Werewolf so, by Night. So Werewolf oh, by Night no. is, as far as I'm aware, one of the very early Marvel comic books. Um, and this is when they did like uh, Marvel did their own like Stranger Things series. Um, they used to do like um, really weird cases of werewolves, dead vampires, and stuff like that. Um, oh, but also, the... if you look at it in color. Man Thing is actually in the trailer. Oh shit! Okay, they've cool. released a coloured version of that trailer, and yeah, you actually Man Thing is actually in the trailer. You don't notice it so much in a black and white, but when they put it in colour, it's so obvious. Yeah, um, we've cool. got we've got the trailer for Secret Invasion as well. Mm-hmm. Looks so good. 
It does look so it's good. Marvel's yeah, first, it's Marvel's but... first thriller. And we actually see um, Amelia Clark is, I think, I'm assuming she's going to be the Scroll Queen in it um, from what we've seen of her so far. That It, it's, it looks so good. And apparently um, Kobe Smulders at San Diego Comic-Con said that like it, it was the most intense filming she's done in a very long time. So That's cool. What we see, the cast list we've got so far here is Amelia Coleman, Don Cheadle, Martin Freeman, uh, Kingsley Benadia, Emily, Emily, uh, Amelia Clark, and Corby Smulders, and obviously Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, um, boys! Uh, Armor Wars, which is uh, more War Machine, which I'm... Well, which it's, it, it's, well. it's supposed to be War Machine, but, but Don Cheadle has now announced that his contract with Marvel is over. And he will only be doing um, projects that he finds entertaining. Um, And he says that when they've not announced fully that he's in Armor Wars. It should be. Theoretically, it should be him and Lionheart. That's the only thing that makes sense. But I just Um, find it a very weird timing that he has now come out publicly saying that before he has officially been... um, Confirmed for it. So Marvel Studios' Twitter, where the announcement is... Just announced at D23 Expo, Don Cheadle will return okay. in Marvel Studios Armor Wars coming to Disney+. Plus. Okay, because I hadn't read that he was officially confirmed for it. I'd only seen the interview where he literally publicly states, I'm no longer contracted by Marvel um, to do any new projects. Huh. Um, um, which no one has ever said, because Jeremy Renner's no longer contracted to do he uh, is not. No new stuff. He will, it's Jeremy Renner. Uh, he's, very, he's a very Fucking good... Fucking love Jeremy yeah, Renner. He's, he's great at playing NPCs. It's a shame as well because I I absolutely Hawkeye is one of my favorite characters in Marvel. Well, it, um, I love Hawkeye. It's just it's just a shame that like he got in kind of slapped a bit. I did love the whole is Hawkeye one of the main characters in Marvel, and then it's just Jeremy Renner going, "Bitch, I'm not even the main character in my own series." <laughs> oh, literally. I I kind of find the funny that's like, um, the the whole joke that like Hawkeye is the most valuable Avenger because every time he doesn't show up to a battle, the Avengers lose. Because he wasn't there in the battle for Wakanda. Yeah, he's just a lucky charm. Yeah, although he did have his scene in um, Endgame where he's like in Japan cutting down the Yakuza or whatever. Mm. That was such a badass introduction for like reintroduction for him. As well. Oh, 100%. That was dope. Should we talk um, about our tops and bottoms? I've still got uh, some more stuff, you know. There is, there, is uh, some, we... there is one thing that I do want to discuss that hasn't been mentioned yet. Other than okay. that, the rest of the Marvel stuff was kind of useless. Thunderbolts. Um, yeah, we've got Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. The, the, they've announced the heroes in the Thunderbolts, now the villains in the Thunderbolts now, and I'm baffled. I am baffled by two people that are missing from it. So, for those of you that haven't seen, it's Red Guardian, so, um, from Black Widow. Uh, most of you will know him as Jim Hopper from Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You've got... Um, Yelena, who is the new Black Widow. You've got yep. the woman that hired her at the end of Black Widow. Um, we have uh, the Winter Soldier, who I was not predicting to be in it. Um, okay. Who else do we have? Um, oh, fuck. I can't remember who else is in it. Um, oh, yeah. And then you have the... the Whatever his name was that was the bad guy in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, the well, weird flag cap- smasher or whatever. Oh, US agent, US agent. US agent. Um, I haven't watched it. I, it's, just, it, I it's didn't care. Good. And Taskmaster and Ghost, who was the bad guy in Ant-Man 2. Yeah. 
Wait, is it actual Taskmaster or is it Black Widow Taskmaster? It's, it's Black Widow Taskmaster. So basically, it's the cast of Black yeah. Widow plus a few others. Yeah. Um, Black Widow Taskmaster done Taskmaster Day. So what's the point in bringing Abomination back into stuff if he's not going to be in it? Yeah, I know. What's the, the purpose? Yeah, uh, Thunderbolt Ross, who starts the Thunderbolts, uh, who is, becomes Red Hulk, not mentioned, and also the leader of the Thunderbolts, Baron Zemo. Yeah. Like... I'm I'm kind of surprised by the three people that are missing there, but look looking at that cast, I'm probably only going to watch it because I like Yelena as a character, and Red yep. Guardian made me laugh, and I yep. feel like him and the Winter Soldier will probably have a back and forth. Other than that, I I, I really struggle to see. Why do I feel like him and uh, Winter Soldier will be like a less crude version of Bloodsport and Peacemaker? <laughs> yeah, except. I, I don't I don't like anything when Disney try to do the slightly edgy thing and then it just comes across as you wish you had James Gunn directing this. Yeah. <laughs> um, something I want to mention. Uh, we're getting a new Muppets movie. We are. Yeah, Muppets Mayhem, which is Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem making an album, which I'm so happy about. I can. I love Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. Uh, we've got. Uh, Percy Jackson, which, which we've we already mentioned. mentioned. Uh, Proud Family Louder and Prouder. So there's a Proud Family thing coming out. Which... Yeah, I remember oh. watching some of Proud Family. Fuck. Okay. Back. So Sophie's just said something in chat. I've just worked out why Red Hulk's not in it. Uh, it turns out William Hurt died in March. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that 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 might that might be. That's probably why General Ross isn't in the Thunderbolts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's Young Jedi Adventures as well with most yep. our stuff. There's some more stuff about Descendants. Oh, um, yeah, because there's like a whole controversy about that because obviously where Cameron Boyd died, everyone thought that they weren't going to continue, but they have. But the big notable thing was this Dove Cameron there. Um, and obviously she's the fucking main character, so it seems as though they're probably going to go in a different direction. And some stuff. About Raven's Home, which is apparently a spin-off of That's So Raven. Oh yeah, Raven's Home's been around for a while. Uh, it's about uh, um, Raven Simone with her kids. I've never heard of it. Oh. I didn't watch That's So Raven. So... Well, I watched That's So Raven, but um, I, what I found kind of interesting was that they uh, they did an episode about you know how like when we episode in like our show, favorite shows where someone gets peer pressured into smoking and then at the end they do this. Smoking's bad thing. They, they did one of those book about vaping. So, I mean, yeah. Is there any other news, Bandit? Or um, any big not... news? Anything that we care about? Yeah. Um, just going through some of the entertainment stuff now. Probably um, not then. I'd be not very really. surprised. I'd be very um, surprised think... if the stuff we cared about is that low on the list. Yeah. Is to be fair, other than what we've already mentioned, I can't think of anything else no, that springs to I. mind. And I, I watched some of the panels. I watched them as well. But guys, guys at home, we now have we'll me get... and Barlow are about to make everyone really upset. We have our top six and bottom six. Oh, and, our, and mine and Barlow's top worst one is the same. No, no, my t- it's not my top worst one. It's oh, it's, it's my top. 
oh, my second me. and third might piss people off. Oh, I know. Like at least two of mine are going to cause issues. Um, yeah, my. I think I think four of mine are going to cause issues. Uh, if if I'm honest, one of them may just confuse people because they forgot it existed. Mood, um, yeah. I think but one let, of mine's going to do that as well. Let's go with the least controversial of the trio. Should we do bottoms or tops we do, first? We do, we do our least favourites first. Okay, Bandit, because you're the least controversial of the three of us. I don't know. I think I don't think any of mine are like super beloved as movies, but so so I'm gonna go on my screen is seven through twelve. So the best of my worst bunch to the worst of them. Okay. Um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's particularly bad. I just didn't. It's not something I would watch. Yeah, no, that's fair. A Bug's Life. I forgot which, that was a film. It's a B-Tech Ants. I'm sorry. Um, that that's controversial. I'd say I'd say Bug's Life is 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 almost god tier. Um, I've never. Say, yeah. I don't think I've ever like properly watched it. I know the film, but I'm not gonna lie. Until Bandit just said it, then I completely forgot it existed. I, I think Ants is just better. Ants is a categorical movie. Haven't, haven't watched Ants either. It, it, it's a lot it more was... sinister. It's a lot gruesome. It's very gruesome. Um, it well, that's came... why you like it. Yes. <laughs> Even as a child, mm-hmm. you see, you see a character that you know for ten seconds completely fucking disintegrate under a magnifying glass. It came huh. out. It came out one year before Bugs Life. Um, there we got. I got Alice in Wonderland, which is. It's. I don't. Again, I don't think it's a particularly bad movie. It's just not my thing. So I have a whole thing about Alice in Wonderland, right? Again, it's another one of those ones that's very oversaturated in the market. Love the story. I think the story's fantastic. However, it's very heavily implied that it's it's Lewis Carroll that wrote Alice in Wonderland, yeah, isn't it? Lewis Carroll yeah, wrote it's heavily implied that he was a bit of a nonce. No, it's like it's it's talked about before, but like. J.M. Barry, who wrote Peter Pan, was explicitly one. This is the thing. So, uh, for anyone that doesn't know, so I went to the Alice in Wonderland exhibition at the VNA uh, because my mum's a big Alice in Wonderland fan, and I like it. I enjoy the story. Um, but it was telling us about the the girl that was um, Alice was based on, which was uh, also called Alice. I think it's like Alice Hartford or something along those lines. Um, but it's talking about the fact that she was like, I don't know seven and spent a lot of time with lewis carroll one-on-one and he used to draw her and things like that and it's just it's very heavily implied that he was an once allegedly i mean he's not going to sue us for saying this but... he's dead for starters yeah. um but we, we have to, we still not, have to put we have to put an alleged i'm not saying that, that it uh, that's why i said heavily implied i'm not saying that he is i'm saying it's very heavily implied that he is a bit of an ounce. Then I have Pocahontas, which mm-hmm. I I like a lot of the music in Pocahontas, but I think there's only so much actual whitewashing you can do to history before it becomes a problem. I'm hating your list so much. Um, the Rescuers, the first Rescuers movie. Oh no, so, okay, I'm gonna talk about that later. Because the only time, one of the only times, I will say the sequel was so much better. Is isn't that the one that's got the song that Troy and Abed sing in Community? 
Trying up it in the morning. Closing in the somewhere yeah. out there. Yes, it is that one. Yeah, I can't um, hate that movie then. <laughs> and then Sleeping Beauty. I just watched it once as a kid and I did not like it. So it's never it's never really stuck with me. Um Don't kiss well, unconscious women. It's kinda weird. Yeah, good it's life this, bro. I think my thing with Disney princesses and stuff like that is I can't hate the movies as bad as as much as I don't like the movies. I can't hate them because I used to love going to watch and be in pantomimes. And yeah. so many of them it, make yeah, great it's... pantomimes. Like true. <laughs> I, I've I've been in a pantomime of Sleeping Beauty as well, and I love I do like the story of Sleeping Beauty. I don't hate it. It's just I don't have any strong memories of that movie enough for me to oh, put no, it in. Oh no, The movie's not that memorable apart from Once Upon a Dream. And That's hundred like, percent fair. And to be fair, the end fight with the dragon was pretty fucking cool. Okay. Nice. I'll go next if you want. Yeah, because I need to get over Bandit's list. That's fair. My number five, I have a horrible feeling a lot of people are going to hit proof about. And then obviously my number follow you already know, uh, because it's number two on yours. Um, number six is the sequel to one that Bandit put on there, which is Rescuers Down Under. Um, yeah, fuck, that's, that's, I prefer that one because I just I, I like just the visuals more. I fucking hate it. I like, <laughs> the vi- I like see. I like the visuals more, which is fair. I think they made Australia look absolutely fucking stunning in that movie. That's totally fair. Yeah, I just thought it was boring. I, I couldn't get on board with it. Now, this one I'm expecting a lot of people to like want to punch me in the face for. Nightmare Before Christmas. It's in your top, isn't it, Bye. I mean, I get why... It's, I... it's not, but I hate you so much right now. I, no. get, why, I get why you've... I get it's... that people don't like it. I know it's it's not for everyone. It's not a check. I'm not saying it's a bad film, okay? I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying... Just for the record, where for those who don't know, we do live stream this. Um, yeah. Um, we're looking at the chat right now, and a bunch of people went, "Sammy, what, why?" And I'm so, I'm See, so mad. So... <laughs> oh. I hate it. I'm sorry. So basically, ever since I was younger, obviously I've always been kind of like, "Sparlo can't, Sparlo can't deal with me right now." Um, ever since I was a kid, like obviously I've been like a weird and unusual kid. Um, all my life and bits like that. I always like the weird macabre and bits like that. Barlow has exited the building. I just wanted to let the podcast know that. But Yeah, um also for those unaware, he will be back in about a minute. <laughs> yeah, give or take. Um I think he's probably taking a piss. He absolutely um, is because yeah. his bathroom's directly opposite his bedroom. Yeah. But um basically it, it was one of those ones I, when the first time I watched it, I, I, I liked it. It was great. But the amount of oversaturation in the media yeah. of like stores and stuff of Nightmare Before Christmas, all the freaking no offense to the like seeing kid Tumblr girls that used to like post that shit everywhere. Um, you know, people always having to be like, a- anyone that turns around to me and says Nightmare Before Christmas is my favorite Christmas movie, I immediately don't like you as a person. <laughs> um, so based on that comment. Sammy, you don't like Chris Zuka. 
I'm it's... sorry, Chris, but I'm I'm just being. I don't like Christmas movies at the best of times. The only Christmas movie I like is the Santa Claus, as I said earlier. But it's just it's ridiculously oversaturated. There's shit everywhere. There's this... always the argument: is it Halloween or? film it's not even the best halloween movie out there like i'm sorry it's not and it's this, just one of those this, ones. this is what you're doing just... to me right now <laughs> uh for those on listening to the podcast barlow is taking an actual he's downing a pint he is but no but... it's just it's i'm not saying okay. it's a bad movie some crapped <laughs> bought me old rosie which in my opinion is the worst drink in existence. That tastes like drinking. But this is, and I've had this downstairs for months, but this is how annoyed I am personally with Sammy right now. I am drinking this. Like, like I said, I don't think it's a bad movie. I just don't like it personally. I'm bored. Music, the music's good. I, it, the thing is, I don't I, even like the music. Yeah. Even freaking Amy, what's her name from Evanescence? She did a cover of Sally's song. Couldn't. Oh, no, 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 no. When I say the music, I mean Oogie Boogie, which is top tier. Oh, and Oogie then... Boogie Man. Yeah, it just sounds like and shit then... blues music. Exactly. That's why I love it. And then This Is Halloween, which is great. The thing is, as well, is that whenever I hear What's This, all I can think about is cocaine now. <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> the fuck is that? There's white shit everywhere. Like, uh, um... you know... I, um, I do. I do understand what you're saying though, because like I grew up, I'd say I didn't see Nightmare on Nightmare Before Christmas growing up. I watched it a lot later. Sorry, I watched, for people Barlow. listening, Barlow just spit up into a fucking big. Oh, I fucking hate old Rosie. Why are you drinking it then? Because that's how pissed off my liver can't get my my heart is hurting right now. And to be fair, it also means I can get rid of it and put a different that's beer fair. in there. So I'll move on to my next one before Barlow has an aneurysm. <laughs> so gorgeous, burp of rage. Um, my next one. Uh, oh, the podcast, uh, name, of, name of the podcast is going to be burp of rage. Okay, <laughs> please do. Oh, it's a constant thing on my Twitch channel now. If I burp into the mic, I say it's a burp of rage. So yeah. feel free to use that as a title yeah. for this well, one. As we've said, we don't name the podcast until someone comes up with a brilliant line in it. So like that, yeah. Um, number four, Toy Story four. I can't yeah. stand it. I I haven't seen it. So. I haven't seen, I haven't seen it because I refuse to. Um, it's just it was one of those ones of like they should have. It was a case of like I was explaining to people earlier that they did Toy Story three, obviously years after Toy Story two came out. Um, to do it as like an ending chapter of them now that Andy's grown up. Um, but then they realise that they've now like opened themselves up to a new younger generation who all suddenly love Toy Story, and then um, they were like, "Oh, cool, we can make another one of these." And I, it was just, it was just beating a dead horse for money. And it has a ventriloquist doll in it, and anyone who knows me knows I can't fucking stand those things. See, like what really weirded me out is that how they had uh, was it is it Forky or Sparky? Like because I saw the market. Okay. Um. They had, they had that where it, it was a toy that's clearly been made by someone's like mama dad who can't necessarily afford to buy the licensed toys like Buzz Lightyear or Woody or whatever. Yeah, but that's not what it is in the film. Yeah, right. I think it'd be great if that was the actual message. I think that'd be awesome. Well, but it's I... actually it's not that case at all. But also, then they've made merchandise out of it, which instead of what they should have done if they wanted to play it smart. They should have done how to make your own 
Yeah, because 100%, the, materi 100%. the materials to make a character like that I think, are cheap okay, as shit. I think the thing as well is you know it's a movie that's to be forgotten if even Keanu Reeves refuses to take questions on it. Yeah. Um, and someone said they should have ended with Toy Story 2. I completely agree. Um, this thing, I, 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 I see I the point in Toy Story 3. I, I, I the like point. the fact that Toy Story 3 ended the Toy Story franchise in my head. Do I think it's the best movie? No. Um, but I, I, I saw the necessity for that. Uh, I, I don't know. I like, I like seeing lots of hug and being pretty much the governor from Walking Dead. I like that. Toy <laughs> right. Story 2 was the absolute better one, though. Oh, 100%. Um, number three is Frozen. That shit came out the same time as Big Hero 6 did, and it underplayed it massively. The only, the only and, tang Frozen's... and Tangled is just better. The only reason that Frozen's not on my list is because I really love the animation. Like, the animation in Frozen is absolutely gorgeous to me. Yeah, it and, is pretty, but you know what else is it, pretty? Tangled. Yeah, oh, I, I agree. I like Tangled. <laughs> and it's a better film. I agree. Um, I, there is some interesting stuff in Frozen, which I do like, but I just think Let It Go like... drilled into the collective psyche of the universe so much i mean i like brendan yuri's version of into the unknown for frozen 2 that's fine but it's I like, like it's an open door actually i like but that it's, song it's like to be fair i only enjoy frozen um for the honest trailer of frozen um, yeah. <laughs> but also demi lovato's version of um let it go let it go is phenomenal but it's also because she fucking wrote the song <laughs> did. Yeah. the um the, i did a I did actually did a musical analysis piece on Love is an Open Door because of how it's a dual song. Because for Anna, I think it's... Is it Anna the younger sister? Anna, yeah. Yeah. Um, for her, it's an, a door to adventure for, like, to new experiences that she's been missing. But to the guy she's with, singing it with, to him it's a door to power. Yeah, I the, think... There was... that's, I think that's really clever. So... I think Frozen had some really inventive ideas mm -hmm. um, in its first one. I, I, I disregard the second one. Um, I think the the issue is it's and this isn't this isn't saying it's the film's fault because I think we had the same with Encanto. Is Disney seemed to release a movie every couple of years that everyone jumps on, and it's like oh this is the best movie ever. Like Encanto was a it, let's be honest, Encanto is solidly just a good movie. However, the soundtrack is fucking phenomenal. Whereas with, with Frozen, the ideology was, was great. Some of the songs were really good. The film was good, but that was it. Like, I so still think... very quickly as well. And yeah, I, th I personally think the best like Disney movie to come out in the last 10 years was like Moana. But like, when it, I I I, I, li I like Moana, uh, but it's just it's not it, it for me. It's more like, like I mean like because we've got Jimmy and Clement. I mean like giant I mean like animated musical wise. I think Moana yeah. is yeah, that's fair. And like Moana, in my opinion, is is damn better than Coco. It's so much better than uh, Frozen. Like I prefer Coco my, for what it is. Coco shit. I, no no no. I prefer Coco for what it is. But I prefer the music of Moana. Anyway, my number two, Ratatouille. It's shit. Right. Wrong. Before you say what your top one is, yeah. should I say mine to to that and then 
means, yeah, so, so say yours it. up until your number two, because we'll say okay. it at the same time. My number six. My least one of my and my sixth least favourite Disney movie. Frozen two. Yeah, it sucks. It's awful. Uh number five. I will agree before I say it, that there was the perfect ending for the franchise in this movie. I just don't think the movie should have been made. I thought the rest of it was shit, but the last five minutes, fair. Toy Story 3. It's why I've not seen Toy Story 4. Uh, Number four, I... So many people forget this film exists, and here's why. Uh, Valiant. Um, Yeah, that movie. The the bird movie. With the pigeons during war. Yeah, the only... The only squad, good squad film. F, wasn't it? That yeah, was the, the only good thing in that film is the bit where they're just like, sabotage! And that's, that's it. Like that, I got one laugh in that movie. I got, to be fair, I got more laughs in In Between Us 2 than I did in Valiant. And I only laughed twice in In Between Us 2. So, like. That's um, true. I only laughed is... at the. Oh, wait, no. The only bit I laughed at was in the first In Between Us. Never mind. In between us two, I I saw it at the cinema. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. Didn't even realize it was Disney. No one did. No one realized it existed. Uh, I, no saw, I, saw, I saw I saw Valiant at the cinema. Yeah, like, so did when I. It came out, and it was like I I remembered like being a kid and thinking it was okay, and then I have not thought about it until literally until last week when I put Ra- the list together for Ra- random random thing. Uh, so my mum, when I was like four, took me to go and see the Powerpuff Girls movie, and she said she's never been in so much pain in her life. Anyway. Um, number three, Coco. Understandable. I, I don't I particularly like Coco either, Bandit. I'm sorry. I hated I think everything better... about that movie. And, I think and there is bef- a. Before Bandit says, there's probably a massive reason for why I hated this film. It came out not long after me and a manipulative bitch broke up, and this manipulative bitch was a Latina. She had very Spanish heritage. So it was probably more of me hating her that made me hate that movie, but um, I hated it so much. I just thought it was boring. I'm sorry, Bandit. It wasn't good. No, that's fine. I, I like Coco, but I also think there is a better movie that does something similar called The Book of Life. Oh yeah, the Book of Life is fantastic. Which, I'm sorry, that is just such a much better movie. Aesthetically, as well as musically. Okay, so this is my number two most hated Disney movie. And, and this s- is my number one. And Sammy's most... As is your number one, would you want to say it? I, I feel like chat's going to literally just log out. Yeah, we're going to get roasted never... for this. Yeah. Uh, Inside Out. I fucking hated I hate it. that movie. It I'm really was. glad that Bandit didn't mention the announcement of Inside Out 2 uh, during our thing. Because oh, he did, I didn't but we talk... skipped over it very quickly. We skipped it. We were I like, did because yeah. I said it, all I said was like, it makes a logical sense for a movie In, to be a sequel so that way. Inside Out, for me, the trailer made it look like it was going to be for ages, things arguing in their head. We were going to see lots of different moral conundrums, which I thought was actually a very good idea. Yes, yeah, so and then for most idea. of it, it was they were traveling through their head to try and find this this one bit of hope. And you're like, this why you've just ruined what could have you had, you had a solid idea. It could have been really really good, and then you kind of left it there. And then the emoji movie went. We're going to recreate this movie, but use emojis Basically. instead, and did the exact same thing. 
I also think that I mentioned Osmosis Jones earlier. Osmosis Jones did a being in the body of a person movie better. Mm-hmm. Uh, Osmosis Jones was actually funny. Like, um, inside, in, there's a problem with Inside Out though. Like that, it can be read into the fact that the only m- male presenting invert comments emotions are anger and fear. Yeah, and, and I, the, I, I, one of the members of chat has said the only thing they cried at in Inside Out was Bing Pong's death. That is so, I, that's such a forced thing though. Like it is. It's I, don't get me wrong. I appreciate what it. I appreciate like the thing that they had to do with that movie in terms of they have to represent every aspect of childhood so people can see themselves as this is it I don't remember the kid's name. But Riley. like that's it. But like at the same point they had a forced a forced tear jerk moment which Pixar do all too much now. Like the the one in Toy Story 2, like obviously when when somebody loved me, that did, that felt natural and organic, but that one mm. just felt so fucking forced. I, I didn't hit inside out, but it wasn't great. Like I think I can understand why they're sequeling it. I, I can, and I think... Yeah, because puberty, new emotions, and yeah. all that. And yeah. we're seeing new emotions. I will watch Inside Out 2 if they do more of... And I think they will do more of the inner emotions arguing, because actually, as teenagers, it's very realistic, and that you'll have anxiety, you'll have all of that. And I, mm-hmm. I really respect the message that Inside Out was trying to put forward. I just think they 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 they, they had a message and then very little writing or very yeah, little I'd idea. Agree with that. So like they were I like, we've the... got a great message here and let's do an entire film based on a message. Mm-hmm. The best thing about the best things about Inside Out though was when it was Riley interacting with her family. Like if, if you just had that that is a short movie of Riley interacting with her family in that way, that would have been a great shot. But it, it, it you had to have the what if feelings had feelings, like you know. Yeah, basically. Um, my number. What's your number one then? My number one. Nightmare um, Before Christmas. <laughs> Snow White. Oh, understandable. Um, yeah. Okay. Snow White. Fair. Like as I, I know, I said about Disney princesses having you know, pantos, and I love pantos. It was more the singing, um, and it was just her. You, I struggle getting through that movie because of her irritating voice. Like, and, and this is going to be controversial to musical fans. It's why I don't like Wicked as a soundtrack. I can't stand yeah. Idina Menzel's voice. I gen- I just her. can't stand it. That's um, like me with the chick who plays Audrey in Little Shop of Horrors. Like, her voice genuinely makes me angry. Yeah, no, I just... But it's also why I struggle watching Rocky Horror Picture Show as a stage show. It's one of my favourite things. Rocky Horror is a mm-hmm. movie. I can't stand Columbia. Like I, I genuinely can't stand her voice in it. And yet, like everyone Tim else, Tim Curry though. Tim Curry though. Tim Curry though. Tim yeah. Curry though. But like, <laughs> and it's why I don't watch it as a movie. Um, that's fair. And being someone that's partially deaf, if a voice pisses me off, it's got to piss normal hearing people off. True. <laughs> Because I don't think people real. I was li- so this is this is sad and this is this is feel bad for me uh, moment. Uh, I watch because I can't sleep because I'm an insomniac. I actually listen to a lot of, and you're gonna probably judge me for this. 
a lot of ASMR videos before I go to bed, uh, like sleeping ones. Um, yeah, I can't do it because ASMR physically makes me violent. See, there is one I listen to, uh, Luna Bloom. I think me and Bandit have spoke about this one before. Yeah, um, so I, I do Luna, I listen to Luna Bloom as well, but I only do her visual ones. Yeah. I, never, I, I can't do the regular thoroughly, ones. They I think freak she's, me out. I think she's fantastic. She's the only one I listen to. But like, I realize I've started listening to it with headsets now because that's what you're supposed to do. And when they're like, what side of the mic am I on? I'm like, I don't know. And I put the headsets on. I still don't know because as they get to the right side, I'm that deaf in my right ear that I could still only hear it over here. I'm that bad. And it's tragic. Like, if I could hear that, it's got to a point now where if I hear someone and they sound loud, they're, they're this ear. They're quiet, but I can still hear them. They're this ear, but they sound like they're this ear. <laughs> this is the thing. So, like, with me with ASMR, like, genuinely, if someone does, like, a... Ra You're not. <laughs> if someone does, like, I'm not putting my headphones back on. Um, If someone does, like, a small portion of it um, in, like, a video, I will click off that video. I can't. I hate it. See, for me, I like listening. I, I listen to it, but I listen to a lot of audiobooks as well. Um... And my favourite... This is why I listen to a lot of Critical Role, because they got me to sleep, to be fair. Um, and I think my favourite thing to listen to before bed is such off-topic now. Uh, but I don't give a shit, because I've had old Rosie, and that shit has hit me like a sack of shit. Fucking 10% for a cider, Jesus. Um, yeah. I... What was it that I listened to the other night? That was Oh yeah, Andy Serkis does a Lord of the Rings audiobooks now. Yes. And they've only he's only been doing it for about a year. Fuck me, they're so good. I listen to the Doctor Who audiobooks just so I can hear David Tennant talk. Yeah, but the books are shit. They're <laughs> awful. They're so bad. But the, like the Stone Rose, terrible book. But like, I just want to hear David. I Tennant listened talk. to a book, a Dave. It was a Doctor Who book, and it, but it was about um the uh, the we the, the sorry the um, Weeping Angels. And the mm -hmm. bit that made me laugh, I was like, this is such a bad book because they're not describing that they're moving or that they're not moving. They're saying, don't look, I blinked and they moved. I blinked and they moved. And that's all they have. There's no description. There's just, I blinked, they moved. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, let's go back round. Uh, Bandit, time for your top six. Yeah. I don't think my top six are too controversial. Oh, mine yeah. aren't controversial. If anyone disagrees with me, they can suck a dick. Uh, so, do you want to go? Do you want to go like one per person this time? I, yeah. I'm I down with that. Put, I, I, I just, I'm really awkward. I've had to put seven because I couldn't okay. decide between two. If so we start go... with, if we start with you though, and then when we make it round, it okay. end on. Yeah, I had to. I had to put this there because I'm torn between this and six. But I'll say this one, and then we'll do uh, uh, cars. That's fair. I loved that movie when it came out. And also the fact that Rascal Flatts is one of my favourite artists. People are very that surprised when I, high yeah. when I announced that country and western is some of my favourite music. Um, Rascal Flatts is one of my favourite artists and Life as a Highway being the theme for that movie. Oh, and Jeremy that... Clarkson is also in it. <laughs> what more could you well, want? Well, not only that, it gave us Kerchow. And we can't complain about that. I'd, I'd just like to point out that like I think Cars is like the ultimate cash grab movie but at the same point it's absolutely great yeah, yeah i would it's never not in my watch top six, it but i think cars is great. I, I hate the rest of the cars movies but the first cars film is is just it's just a solid film and it's one of those ones that i could watch now and i still enjoy that's like your honorable mention yeah life is a highway right bandit 
Number six. Uh, my number, number six, six, Pinocchio. Pinocchio. For, um, literally because it's the movie that has... <laughs> I've rewatched so many times. I just want to I want to put it's... out there that um, it, for people listening and not watching, both me and Barlow pulled the exact same face. Look, right. I hate, I hate you so much. I love Pinocchio so much. Oh my like, god. Like, the music isn't great, but it's the it's uh, it's undeniably the most fucked up Disney movie ever. Like the amount of horrific shit. The that brother, brothers get Grimm version of it is way worse. It's not by the brothers Grimm. It's, I would just oh, no, like it's to. East, uh, it's Aesop's Fables. Is no, it's, I would it's just not. like to announce that uh, as of Carlo Collodi, as oh. of the uh, when does this come out on YouTube? Saturday. As of Sunday the eighteenth, both Sammy and I will be looking for another co-host of. Uh, Two and a half nerds because I feel like I'm gonna fire him after this. <laughs> Look, right. I there's I there's a lot of stuff I do like about Pinocchio. I like the fact that it doesn't shy away from actually being horror. Because there is like particularly the stuff on Pleasure Island, like there is a lot of horror shit there. Right. I, I don't even know what to say. So I've I've now I've I've watched the live action now. Uh, now it's out. I haven't, I, haven't, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen the live action. It's really weird. I watched it because I watched the trailer and went, "This looks shit," but how shit is it? Pinocchio is still heavily animated, like not even CGI animated. He's animated, like, and you're like, "This like is drawn." May it's it's more like um what it's more like um not One Punch Man. That's not the one I'm thinking of. Ah, uh, who's the boy? Um. Mecha Boy, no, that's not it. Astro Boy. Uh, Astro Boy. He's very much Astro Boy levels of animation in a live action universe, and that's... it's the weirdest thing you've ever seen. I now know I'm not watching that. Yeah, mate, it's bad. I, I, I... Want, I, I just, I'm just not touching it. Um, I'm going to watch the Guillermo del Toro version, though. Oh, yeah, but who yeah, is it's, it's Toro? It's Del Toro, like. Del Toro, yeah. Del Toro. Um, moving on from that. Please uh... say a good one. My number six is up. Okay. Okay. I, lo- I like up. Yeah, no, you know what? I didn't even think of up. Um, it, that's a it's, banging it's movie. Not, it's it a great be. movie, and it's one of those ones for me. It's very like, other than the bit at the start that's obviously incredibly depressing, it's just a really good feel, feel good film. And I, I, I really like it. Up is it's one nice of those films where I, I, the bit that at the beginning, I remember watching it in cinema, and my mum was like, tearing up and crying during the opening bit and then it was a really feel-good movie after that and you kind of like up was it was just such a good film it's like everything it's like everything you want in an adventure movie just sort of smashed into one because the the logic of carl being the same age as months or whatever like makes no sense but it doesn't matter because it just feels great and it's a it is a really nice message movie because it's it's obviously him trying to find happiness again, and he he, he does ultimately. And Up is just such a really it's good movie. It, it doesn't even feel like a Disney movie though. It's, it was Pixar technically. No, nah, no, I, I, but even still, I don't think it feels like something that they would release. But I'm I'm glad when I saw it in cinema. I loved it. Good afternoon. My name is Russell. Russell. <laughs> oh my god, Carlo, you could do such a good Russell cosplay. My name is Russell, and I'm a wilderness explorer in Tribe Fifty Four. That was the, that was the first um, like I think it was the first Asian character in a Pixar movie. 
Now, you wouldn't have any assistance today, sir. I could help you cross the street. <laughs> if you crash your yard. Uh, I, I do like that film. Uh, my number my number six. Number mm-hmm. six. I'm just going to be going through Hamilton every time now. Um, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, For me, when I get to Christmas, there are three movies that I have to watch every year but there are two films that i watch at the beginning of christmas for me um which is mid-november um sammy knows that i am a i'm a simpleton for christmas um i hence the voice note i got last year being like how the fuck do you not own a christmas jumper yeah and then i bought her a penis one um i have many christmas jumpers and You'll probably see this in the build-up to Christmas. I have a lot. Mm-hmm. I buy a My new... mate Steve has one that says Tesco Christmas value jumper, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> oh, My the... dad used to have one that had it was had it was the North Pole sign, but it had a stripper on it. If I don't buy a new Christmas jumper this year, that shows how broke I am. Because um, I buy. Oh, one I'm planning on I'm planning on getting year. you one of the I'm planning on getting you the one that you sent me the other oh, day. Oh, the D and D stuff. Yeah, D and D ones are sick. I was um, intending on getting you one as, as a Christmas present. I love you. Um, I, to be fair, I personally hope we do, for the entire group, I hope we do... Um, Secret Santa? Secret Santa again, because cheaper. I just hope I don't get the richest one again. Um, you, you did, <laughs> yeah. So it, it was it was very interesting. Um, Although some of the gifts that came out of that were really cool. Oh, they were. Like the, the pro- was it the um, Guess Who, but the group version? Yeah, so um, one of the people made Kai, it got Kai, and um, they made a game of Guess Who, but with all of our friends in it. Oh, that's dope. It, yeah, it's it was really cool. Sick. But they made um, it after we kicked Casper out of the group. No, they made so it before, it. so Casper is in it. Uh, no, but then we, it, they, they, they've changed, they've pulled yeah. the, the tab um, out. Um, there, are, there, are, there are two films I have to watch at the beginning of Christmas. One is A Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, and that is to me the thing of like Halloween is over, you know, focus on this. Um, and that might be because potentially I'm autistic, I don't know. And then the other one is Love Actually. Um, cause See, Love I, Actually, I love actually, no, to be fair, that is another Christmas movie yeah. I do actually. Like. I love that oh, film. Actually. Everyone's like, oh no, it's not Christmas until you've watched Elf. Elf! I don't care I'll about Elf. It. I genuinely Elf don't is, care about Elf. Elf is so fucking annoying, man. Um, I don't find Will Ferrell funny, I'm sorry. But like, yeah, I, I just love Christmas, and you'll find this out as we get close to Christmas because I. Yes. It's my favourite time of year. Confirmed, uh, I guess. Yes. Um, okay, number five, Bandit. Sorry, I have to do Hamilton now. Um, yes. I've got I've got Toy Story too. Uh, pretty much for similar reasons that we discussed earlier. It's where the franchise should have logically ended. I think the jokes in it are better. I um I think the new characters it introduces they. It, they feel like really good. Like Jesse is still Jesse is re- still one of the best characters Pixar have brought out because it shows that even the the happiest people can have this like trauma behind them, and it still doesn't stop them being happy. As well, um, her song "When Somebody Loves Me" just works as a song in general. Like you can take it out of a movie and make it just a single that someone released, and it'd still be fantastic. And the like seeing um the whole dilemma between like Woody saying I can be taken to this museum and adored forever or I can stay with the yeah, I can I can stay with Andy and all my friends and that's like 
that is an interesting thing, especially when it does pan out, obviously, that Andy will grow up and pass him on to someone else in Toy Story 3. I, I think that. Toy Story 2 would probably be in mine if it didn't make more Toy Story movies. Yeah, that's a fair This is genuinely like system. Toy Story 2. I'm going to be honest, creep me out as a kid. Um, but it was the bit where he was being uh, it was cleaned. So, it, was, it was, oh, what, uh, when he cleans his eyeballs. Yeah, that bit oh. creeped me out as a kid. See, I, I found why. that so satisfying. It's, um, it's, so, it's so just like, you know, it's got, do you know when I said it, like, Sammy, when I said earlier about the visual ASMR stuff, that is the type of thing where I just, I'll just like, I, I have videos saved on my TikTok of where people are just like, the cleaning cars to put out for resale. Mm-hmm. I could just sit and just watch them. The thing is, is I was, I was, I was the I was the kid growing up that was Sid. That's a, one of the reasons I actually didn't put like Toy Story oh number one on the list is oh my god, it's, be, it's because it's because of how fucking mean that movie is. I'm, like Toy Story one is so mean. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna put this in our DMs, guys, in our group one. But I can't say this on anything that's going online. Actually, right I can say it, but I'm going to uh, mute my own mic uh, on OBS. But your reaction is recorded, so don't don't say anything that I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Or Andy. Or Al. Al's toy barn. Al toy barn. <laughs> yeah, I know. Accurate. Anyway, <laughs> have, have, have I not smashed that? You absolutely. Hundred percent. Guys, oh I really God. wish if this wasn't going on YouTube, we would probably say this out loud. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're not. We're not going to. Anyway, oh my God. My number five is Tangled. Yeah. Okay. I, I like Tangled. I um, love Tangled. Mother Gothel, one of the best. Mother knows best. Angles. Listen to your mother. So this again, this is where me being a cringy bastard comes out. Um, God, no wonder I'm single. I am the female in the relationship. You um, are. Yeah. Me and my sister used to have this war on who could get married first because for years uh, we both wanted "I See the Light" to be our wedding song. Oh. Um. Funny enough, we're also the only two siblings that aren't in relationships. Um, That's funny. Um, I found the reason why. <laughs> well, it was either whoever whoever <clears throat> lost gets. Can I have this dance from High Musical Three? <laughs> so like, fun uh, fact: one of my dad's favorite movies. Well, High Musical Three. Yeah. Really? Weird choice. So, but okay. so, so the reason why? Yeah. Okay. So, like, off topic again. Sorry, guys. Um, I I used to I used to really love High School when I was a kid. And um, obviously, High School Music One and Two came out on um, like on Disney on Disney Channel, but then it was High School Musical Three was only cinema, and uh, my my dad had watched the other two with, um, and my dad loves musicals. My dad's always loved musicals. Um, his favorite is uh, I believe it's Starlight Express. I want to say, um, I know Barlow. Like, I don't like it either, but. My, as a person who had to play the Starlight Express, yeah, I, I know. I, I don't like that either. Well, it, to be fair, it's a sentimental reason because it's the, uh, last, it's the last one he got to go and see with his mum before she unfortunately passed. Oh, um, now I feel bad. Yeah, yeah now I feel, feel bad. bad. 
feel bad. Me and um, I don't, but no, but... So, so my dad took me, it was after school, and my dad took me to go see Hardcore Free because my mum really didn't want to do it because she doesn't like it. My dad took me to, to go and do it, uh, and he bought me a large nachos, and, and we sat in the cinema and watched high school music. And uh, the bit where there, where Troy goes to uh, Stanford to have his prom with Gabriella, like under the tree, and he drove there and bits like that, my dad just loved so much. And um, yeah, and it's like one of my favorite memories of my dad. But anyway, sorry, yeah. No, that's that's really sweet, actually. Right, my number five. Number five. Um, I really might have autism. Um. A Christmas Carol. Now the, the, the Jimmy Carr one, the Jim Carrey one, even. I was about to say that, Jimmy Carr was yeah. definitely not the, a Christmas the, the Carol. Let's, Carrey let's be honest. If it, let's be honest. Like, a Jimmy Carr Christmas Carol would be like would be Tiny good. Tim coming to Scrooge, and instead of Scrooge just being a dick, he'd just inhale, laugh, and that's all it'd be. Ha, 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 ha. I'm the go- I'm the ghost of Christmas future. Ha, ha. Um, I hate the Christmas Carol, the book, any of the films. Shit. Okay, but Muppet's Christmas Carol though. Nope, still hate it. Muppet's Christmas what? Carol is still the is still the best Christmas Carol. It's the best but, Christmas um, Carol. But yeah, every movie Jim, is made better with the Muppets. I think the Jim Carrey one for me, it was the, and you've also got to take into consideration as an English teacher, I teach a Christmas. I had to teach a Christmas Carol. Um, a Christmas Carol for me has always been one of those kind of. I hated the book, and as an English teacher, I probably shouldn't say that. Um, Sorry, is an English tutor. No. Um, Ooh, but with, fancy. I think as well, it was one of the first movies where we'd really seen how far we've progressed with animation because all of the characters looked exactly like the voice actors. They did. Like yeah, you could yeah, tell yeah. who was who. And I think for me, that was probably why I loved it that much. Um, plus also, the Ghost of Christmas future was terrifying in that film genuinely see i i I remember seeing the jim carrey christmas carol and all i was thinking was this movie this is just how i pictured like dickensian world it's all crooked and bent out of shape and everything doesn't look right oh so tim burton yeah pretty much except yeah but it's like the ghost of christmas future is one of the scariest things that's not in a horror film I just don't like Christmas films. Yeah, we 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 started to get that. Yeah. Bandit, um, you're number four. Number four. Mine. Number four. Lilo and Stitch. It's a good film. Um, oh, Hannah means family. Yeah. Which means I love Tom Hardy. I love Tom Hardy. I love Tom Hardy. <laughs> oh, oh, Hannah. Uh, oh, Hannah means gang, 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 gang means nobody gets eaten. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know a guy that got that tattooed. Um, That's amazing. But no, Lilo and Stitch. Um, so this was the first Disney movie I remember seeing at the cinema. So it, it also like a, it because I was I think I was six when it came out. Ah, um, so we'd have just been born, Sammy. Like, mm, that's true. Yeah. Sorry. I think actually no, I think we would have still been like fetuses at that point. <clears throat> Our parents yeah, might not have even have met each other at this point. Yeah. Just for the just for the record of the podcast, these two are only two years younger than me. Um, Don't you forget it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, the Lilo and Stitch is something I loved as a kid because of how like just chaotic Stitch was, like just how 
I still find Stitch funny now, but then as I've like I've watched it again as I'm older, everything outside of the alien shit is absolutely phenomenal. Like the relationship between Lulu and Nani, and and like Nani trying to juggle uh, her life while looking after Lilo, who's like is without being brutal to her, a fucking problem child. Mm-hmm. And then how be- and like how beautiful fucking Hawaii looks. It's absolutely good. And the music in Lilo and Stitch as well, like the opening song, um, Himela and Lilo is fucking divine yeah it's like some by an actual hawaiian guy as well it's a hawaiian folk singer and it's I just think fucking phenomenal i love it lilo and stitch is one of those franchises as well when i think it will always just improve they mm-hmm. will you can always love them they're always going to be there um and the animation quality for when it came out was was pretty good Hang in. yeah, yeah. It, and so as well at the time Disney was switching more to what we see now is more of the CGI like that's where they were, that was the direction they were sort of heading like they did have some like obviously hand drawn stuff come out after that but um, like this was a return to watercolours in the backgrounds so like mm-hmm. if you look at all the backgrounds they are all done with watercolour and it just works yeah. so much for the, the aesthetic of Hawaii it's just an absolutely beautiful movie I think Right, Sammy, and of course you're... Stitch throwing a book at the agent's head for no reason is actually yeah. the best part <laughs> just... uh my number we're on number four now yes number four. Oh, my number four is wreck it ralph yeah i had to toy between putting this one in i this was, really this struggled on this would have been number this was this, this would have been my number seven yeah so wreck I, it I have a soft spot for wreck it ralph Wreck-It Ralph. I'm not a huge fan of Ralph Breaks the Internet, I won't lie. Um, yeah. It was okay, but it just wasn't as good as the first one. But the, the whole idea of what it's like to be a video game character that's perceived as a villain, but they're not actually like that at all. They are just playing a character, but because the way that they're looked at is the reason why they're treated. So I just thought it was interesting concept. And it was just this idea that I was like... Um. Ah, and also, can we agree? Was right, it me or did Sammy keep cutting out? Then? Yeah, no, Sammy, you were cutting out there. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. I was saying it was—it's just the idea that a um a villain can be seen as a villain even when they're not, and he just wanted to be the hero just for once. And yeah, it was just really sweet. I really, really loved. It. But also, can we just just gen- genuine thing here? Because this was brought up in uh, Blitzy's subathon yesterday. Um, he would do an incredible fix it, Felix cosplay. Yeah, yeah. He would. Genuinely, yes, he would. I mean, short enough. <laughs> when can I see you again? I think, yeah, I think the, the just the whole idea behind Wreck It Ralph was pretty solid. It was fantastic. Um, Right, my number four. Uh, number four. Meet the Robinsons. I forgot about Meet the Robinsons. That is that's a good a, film. I that's love a movie. That. And what I loved about that film is the fact they ju- they based it off just Walt Disney's phrase. Like they literally just had the phrase "keep moving forward," and that was it. That's all they had. And they're like, "Let's yeah. make a movie based on that." And it's such a good film. Don't remember the kid's name, but like the one who's got like the like the, the spikyish hair and glasses, like the blondie kid. I went to school with a kid who looked just like him, and when Meet the Robinsons came out, he just got relentlessly bullied for it. That's like when the Inbetweeners came out. My brother kept getting called um, Will because he used to carry a briefcase and 
Yeah. I'd have bullied him for just wearing a carrying around a briefcase. To be fair. So did I. I'm one of those people that I got bullied for years and I hated it, but there are some people I look at and I'm like, no, you, you, you deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, briefcase. Right, Bandit, your number three. Um, this one gets forgotten about a lot and overlooked. The Great Mouse Detective. I've never seen it. I have so, not seen that in a very long time. So, um, it's it's based on a kid's book and it's basically Sherlock Holmes, but um, Mouse. And um, it's got... Uh, I don't remember who the guy who plays Basil is, but um, the guy who plays Rattigan is Vincent Price. And he chews so much fucking scenery in that movie. It's, it is so good. It's like, it, it's like he is cartoonishly over the top evil, and that's where it's so fun. Like, um, there's there's only two songs in it, and one and one of them is him, is his. It's uh, Professor Rattigan, who is a rat but doesn't like being called a rat. And when he gets called a rat by one of his henchmen, he feeds that henchman to a cat, then continues right. sing, then continue singing afterwards like the lyrics honestly the song's called the world's greatest criminal mind and it's up up there with the disney villain songs and genuinely vincent there's a lot there's some like creepy stuff in the in the movie as well where they go into like a toy shop and they have like it's where you start seeing like 3d animation used as well in disney um like they have a fight in big ben where you see the gears and it looks really good and then you, one of the other songs is like a weird burlesque one, which is very, very strange. But Great Mouse Detective is just a really good movie, and it's Vincent Price's why it's here on my list, because I just love everything he does. That's fair. And how he rolls his art every time for no reason. <laughs> like, he opens his song with, From the brain that brought you the big Ben caper, in full <laughs> Vincent Price fashion. And it's I love that. Best thing ever. My number three is Encanto. <laughs> I love it, okay? It just you're makes me so, happy. You're so white. <laughs> I am. Very. But I'm alright with it. Because Encanto, ju- it's just it's just a film that brings me joy, man. It's, it is a very fun film. I think the issue is, when I watched Encanto, I didn't watch it for, I'd probably say about a month after it came out. And like, it was so... I may or may not have watched it illegally. Anywho... But it was I like it was it so. I've seen it about three times since then, but like yeah, it's so. It was so hyped, and that's why I wasn't looking forward to watching it. And then mm. all of my family kind of bullied me into watching it. And it's one of those things where like it's a good movie, but the soundtrack is where it really bangs. Yeah. See, I haven't seen Encanto yet. Um, I am planning to watch it, but um, the one thing that came from me is the whole like. It's an exp- ex- expression that me and some of my other friends use when anything goes wrong. It's like, this is what happens when you talk about Bruno. And yeah, I, is... honestly, we don't talk about Bruno has become like a constant in my in my everyday life. We... Like the moment someone mentions anything. Are you cut you out are there the again, queen of cutting out right now. Oh, sorry. What setting is um, your HyperX on? It's on the normal second setting, but I do have to be which slightly is, quieter. Which, uh, which, which is the normal setting? A party so it should be just in front. Tilt your microphone up a little bit. Because yes. the, the diaphragm is the red bit. I know that. Um, no, but I was saying that uh, any time that uh, 
I don't want to talk about something IRL. Uh, it's it's we don't we don't we don't talk about Bruno. I constantly say it. It, it is it is a bit. Barlow, yeah. you're number three. My number three is Treasure Planet. That's my number one. Spoilers. Spoilers. I don't uh, care. I love the aesthetic of Treasure Planet. So Treasure much. Planet. I don't know how. It's a movie that's just disappeared from the. To be fair, it's that and Atlantis. They both just disappeared from the world because, like, until it never Disney did for me. until Disney Plus came out. They, unless you had them on DVD, they were very hard to get access to. I had it on DVD and VHS. I had, I didn't have Treasure Planet on VHS, but I had Atlantis: The Lost Empire, and I love Atlantis. Like, I'll go into more detail about Treasure Planet when it comes around yeah. to that being my number we'll, one. We will but... save it the conversation till then, then. Yeah. Uh, Bandit number two. Um, Mulan. Because. Huh. Uh, just the how the I like the art style of it. I like um I, I wrote about this where for like what culture as well. I got told off for writing this about it. So one thing that people generally don't notice about Mulan until you really look back at it is after the last song in the movie is Girl Worth Fighting For. Mm-hmm. And then like there's no other songs after that. Like there's nope. music, background music, but there's no other songs after that because they come across the burned village and it was that is a brutal scene but let's be honest right the one song that everyone loves from Mulan is yeah, I'll make a man out of, I'll make a man out of you the, let's get down yeah. to business to defeat, defeat the, the hung <laughs> um, and it's it's genuine like the movie Mulan it's it is about like you know, it's a girl like achieving something that was thought to be unthinkable at the time for a woman, um, proving that she is just as good as the men in her troop. Mm-hmm. Which obviously we know this happens all the fucking time. Like it's not an uncommon thing. But this is in feudal China, so it's very, very different, completely removed from what we know. And it's just works so well as a movie. Like tonally, it's fantastic. Eddie Murphy isn't annoying much. As much. Yeah, as much. My just... number two. Sammy's number two. Number two uh, <laughs> is the Black Cauldron. Okay. Yeah, that's that's that that's exists. a movie. That, yeah, that 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 is a film. Yeah, that, that is indeed that, a film. M- more forgotten about than Atlantis and Treasure Planet. Hundred yeah. percent. More, so, more forgotten about than than probably Sky High. <laughs> yeah, but we like Sky High in this house. But don't we, Bandit? I'm not your movie. Don't know what you're on about. <laughs> but no, um, the Black Cauldron. I, 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 I actually rewatched Sky High recently. I actually rewatched it quite recently. I gave it another chance after that episode. Bad. I like I like it more than I did. But no, the uh, the Black Cauldron was uh, one of the first movies I ever have a memory of watching, um, and it's just freaking Oogie. Is it Oogie? 
Oggy or something like that. But the the genuinely I can't remember. Uh, yeah, the 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 golem standing. Yeah, and he just like throws himself in the cauldron, and it's just yeah, it's just it's just a really good film. The Horn King's death in that movie though is so brutal. He gets his skin ripped brutal. off him. I hope I hope they redo the Black Cauldron and do it justice because mm-hmm. it, the movie wasn't great. I don't think. Like, I don't think it's bad, but it wasn't a great representation of what the books were. That's fair. Barley? Number two? I've got an entire... I'm a girl in a world in which my only job is to marry rich. Sorry, you've made me do it now. I've got an entire scene to play out for them. Oh, no. Honey, where's my super Super suit? suit? Where is my my super suit? Why do you need to know? (laughs) No. Uh, I put it away. Where? Why do you need, do you need to, know? to know? I need it. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh-huh. Yeah. Don't you think you're doing no daring? Uh, was it running off no doing no daring do? We've been planning this meal for two months. The city is in danger. My evening's in danger. You tell me where my soul is, woman. It's for the greater, greater good. I am I your, your wife. wife. I'm the greater good y'all ever gonna get. Um, Barlow, why do I feel like we need to do that for TikTok? But you're the wife, and I'm Frozen. Absolutely, I I, that used to be the thing. I, I used so to have much. to pull that out a lot. Um, that was the thing that everyone used to like uh, at sick form. People would just go, "Honey," and I'd be like, "What?" <laughs> and uh, yeah, I genuinely um, Incredibles, and like I, I liked Incredibles two. Don't get me wrong, Incredibles two was a good film. Um, and it should have been. We had to wait a very long time for it. Oh my god, The Incredibles was so good. Like, to this day, it's still a quality film. Um, and oh, I just loved everything about it. I can't hate on that movie. The Incredibles is incredible, I guess. Yeah. It is, yeah. Right, Bandit, you're number one. The Another forgotten movie, which I've talked about a few times... Atlantis? Uh, no, it's not. Oh. It's not come up today. Um, a goofy movie. We listen to, to each, each other's heart. Yeah. That I'm sorry. Like <laughs> it's the movie oh, is. It. Yeah, he's he's not listening to each other's heart, and you know. No, that song absolutely slaps. But I can't say that I've actually ever seen the movie. The movie, honestly, it's. It okay. It's it's very nineties. It's it's goof trip the movie, but at the same point, it's actually a really genuinely interesting story. Like the entire concept of it is Max wanting to progress on beyond just being his dad's son. He wants to have his own life, mm-hmm. and Goofy just wanting to be part of it. And when you think of like the character that Goofy is, that's actually a really pretty sincere story. The soundtrack absolutely slaps. Um. The guy who I can't remember the actor's name, but it's like Idina Menzel's husband does the second voice for Max. What? Anyhow, before Barlow has an aneurysm. Bandit. I've never been I've never I've never disagreed with you as much as I have disagreed with you today. That very much almost ended up on my least fate on my on my six worst Disney movie. Goofy movie, really? Yeah. Yeah wrong anywho I, uh, we already know mine 
so so sammy please tell me how it's how it's um you know the uh the the, the fantasia yeah fantasia sammy's favorite totally, totally. um you know no, what, actually so... i'd have accepted fantasia over goofy movie <laughs> uh no yeah so my favorite is treasure planet and it just is because it's an incredible it's taking a classic story reinventing it and like i i it, it's literally if i'm ever having a bad day or i'm upset i will i will sit and watch treasure planet so i watch treasure planet a lot um but like it's the one it's of just the on repeat. yeah um but no it's like it's just i just love the characters i love the story about it the freaking um captain amelia just being just like the i don't very much care for this crew that you hired kind of like i love it um freaking mr is it mr Schmee? i can't remember his name no, that's peter pan yeah it's the it's, it's the lobster dude yeah I don't yeah he freaked me out as a kid but i loved it i really like um, uh long john silver in treasure planet i'm gonna be so honest bandit at this point we no longer give a crap what you like <laughs> but um <laughs> but no like i i i have an intention for a tattoo of the um triangle door that opens up onto treasure planet the opening and closing thing i, I oh, really want that tattooed that's dope yeah Arlo, what is your number one well it's not the goofy movie no <laughs> Uh, my number one, and I'm surprised none of you have mentioned this. And I'm actually kind of disappointed in both of you. Um, Big Hero Six. No, it, that was going to be that was the toss up between that and Up for me. I absolutely loved everything about Big Hero Six. Um, when the f and the fact they haven't sequeled it yet really pisses me off because I'm looking at the films they're sequeling and I'm like, you've literally got a team of heroes. Do something with this. Um, especially when, like, annoying. The, there's only one negative thing I have about the entirety of Big Hero Six, and it's the fact uh, Greek fires uh, on top of the world, which was the uh, song they used in all of the trailers, wasn't actually in the movie. And like, it's this amazing song that would have been perfect in any point in time, and it wasn't in the film, and it drove me insane. So, you know how you said Coco was ruined for you by someone that, like, was a problem for you in that regard? By the... Was it an ex-girlfriend you had or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, Big Hero 6 was ruined for me by... For that for me as well. Like, I, I do like Big Hero 6, but I was put off it so much by how this one person would not shut the fuck up about Baymax. I've got anyway. a I got, I got a drawing, a hand-painted drawing of Baymax that my mum did downstairs. We've got this canvas of Marvel stuff that she's done, and for some reason Baymax is in it, but we, we allow it. I mean, it is Marvel, but... Um, Harry, baby! And it's like, I don't even have a problem with Baymax as a thing, but just one person just would not shut the fuck up about it so much. Like, all it was was Baymax, and Baymax, 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 and I'm just like, you know what... I I I just, it becomes a it becomes a non thing for me at this point. I just think Bame, like Big Hero Six is the perfect level of every emotion you could need in a Disney movie. You had the sad bit where his brother died. You had the happy bit. You had his kind of tragic downfall. You had the let's be honest, you did have the anime moment of we won because of friendship. Um, you had kind of everything, and that's that's I I I love that movie, uh, and I will watch that movie 
until I die, or until they make a sequel that's better than that movie. But uh, Yorkai was so cool as well. Oh, yeah. Yorkai was so cool. After probably some of the most controversial things we've said on this podcast, mm-hmm. um, and some of the worst opinions that Bandit has ever put forward in his life. I actually thought, I went into this thinking, people are going to hate me for some of the things I say. And no, turns out I just hate Bandit. Um, thank you all for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Sammy. Thank you. Bandit, cheers, I suppose. Thanks. And uh, and everyone look out for a job post on Indeed. Um, I'm not even going to put this on Indeed. I'm I Genuinely, I, I'm gonna, people are going to like, I'm going to pay someone to join. I don't have any money. I'm gonna find out how to do it, but um, I'm 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 that bandit. If I'm honest, mate, I'm I'm just baffled. Um, I'm I'm concerned for how you've managed to go about your life with these opinions. <laughs> like, how have you not been bullied for your opinions on Disney? That's and I. Anywho, this has been two and a half nerds. Like, I, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. And does Balor for, does Balor forget that I edit all this so I can just I'm, replace all I'm the audio so with anything I want? I'm, I'm gonna. I'm actually lost for words. I'm genuinely. Thank you all for joining us, guys. And, we appreciate um, everyone listening. This this is proof that no matter what your opinions are, your friends can never judge you for them. Um, because Sammy's not judging Bandit. I am, heavily. 